Good morning. It's time to wake up, y'all. You're listening to the Armchair Quarterback Show. We're here weekdays, 8 a.m. Eastern, 7 Central to 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 Central. Available on Google Android, Apple iPhone, Facebook Live, and Periscope Twitter. Tap that Armchair Quarterbacks app. Take us anywhere you go. The Armchair Quarterback Show, your first choice for Southern Sports Talk. Good morning, Mr. Justin Waller. I don't know much, but I know one thing. This is finally the last day of 2020. Let's all get excited about that and kick off 2021 and have a great new year. Hi, I'm Mac again. I don't know much, but I know one thing. I don't know if I want 2020 to leave. It was so good last night. It was so good. <laughs> Boomer sooner, baby! Boomer sooner! You're listening to the Armchair Quarterbacks. By the way, the best song released in 12... Tw- oh, the best song we found in 2020. I'm sure it was released much earlier. Enjoy. Oh, here can't you Mama's got some treats for you Oh, here can't get You can't find this taste in the zoo Oh, here can't get Armchair Community Access Channel He's the armchair quarterback He's full of beer and he's full of snacks The All-American Welcome to the Armchair Quarterback Radio Show. I'm Mac McGee, and sitting alongside all of us, I'm gonna have to take this this one picture down because now we're now we're starting to look like the Brady Bunch here. Uh, I'm Mac. Oops, wrong picture. Although that probably <laughs> that probably improved things. Uh, sitting alongside me is Justin Waller. Justin, how the hell are you? I'm doing great, Mac. Uh, a little bit of exciting excitement in last night's game, but uh, to be honest, that's one of the things I hate about uh, not having expanded playoffs. I think you could have avoided the Florida's B string, and we could have had a competitive football game. But uh, I think that would have been a hell of a football game if that would have been a playoff game, right? If everyone well, if play- you had a playoff game, I think that your your three wide receivers and your tight ends. I mean team is tony great good morning welcome to the show but uh oh, what do y'all oklahoma, think do, do they play oklahoma was also missing starters as well but yeah i get your point um oh of course they play if it's playoffs they play i think they have to play tony how are you oh man i'm doing great i'm not regretting the decision to get up at 7 45 after being up till one o'clock last morning at all so <laughs> i'm i'm ex- good to be here good to see teamos man hey buddy go gators yeah, we go Gators. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of took a kick in the nuts last night, but that's okay. It's so a fun. big old-fashioned metal toe golf shoe. Yeah, yeah, it was, that was a lot of fun. I'm, I, yeah, I no, I'm with you guys. It, it would have been a lot of fun if if it was a playoff game and 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 guys played, but uh, you know. Justin Shorter was kind of the, the receiver that was going to play that actually played a little bit this year. And, you know, he had like four drops on, on catchable balls on, and a couple of them were on, were on deep plays while the game was still in question. So, um, OU obviously, you know, the better team. But, um, you know, we had like 12 drops. Trask played like crap and, and really pressed in the first half. And, and I think um, kind of the combination that put the game away right before halftime was – um, we had we had two drops in a row and then punt and then you know with not much time left in the half 
OU goes down and scores and part of that scoring drive, I think they were willing to settle for a field goal. It was like third and 13 and they just ran like a little draw play just to kind of get a little bit closer for a field goal. And then they got a first down and they went ahead and, and scored and uh, pretty much put it away. And then the first touchdown after halftime was the the dagger. Um, and, and then Florida kind of, well, and then Florida pretty much, uh, okay, pretty much. Can I just state the already. obvious? You need a quarterback for next year. Yeah, the, the, the um, dynamic on offense changes when it's not traps. It's going to be much, I think, you a lot think? more run-oriented. Um, and then, you know, hit your passes when you can. I, I would like to see Richardson take a big step and and, and be the guy. I, I, I have a feeling Mullen's going to be pretty loyal to Jones because he's put his time in. And and uh, Richardson was just a, a, a freshman this year. And Man, obviously I get that. doesn't count against. But, I, but yeah, Emory it's, Jones looks like Emory, same, Emory's got a lot of work to do. He looks like the same quarterback I saw the first time I ever saw him in the spring game. I was like, man, this kid could be electric. And then he doesn't look like he's he's got anything past that. That, that offense yeah, he, was terrible when he was on the field. Absolutely terrible. He's got as a runner, he's got good vision, but he's gonna get he's gonna get destroyed. He's not big enough great. to, to, you know to play that those, role. We call those tailbacks. That's great. Right. Let's, let's yeah, go. exactly. Let's he's, and he's not built to you know, he's not built to get popped. He's not gonna lower his shoulder and run somebody over. So you do need a quarterback that can run in Mullen's offense, but I, I'm with you. Like the, the best pass he throws, I think, is is over 20 yards. Like he's he's not bad on the the passes like 20 to 20 and above. But everything under that that you have to be good at, the stuff that Trask is really good at, that's that's Jones's weakness right now. Either he's got to figure it out, or uh, Richardson's going to be the the quarterback at some point in 2021. I think Jones should well, seriously consider changing positions if he wants to go to the next level because he's he's not a quarterback in the National Football League. That's for sure. What were you gonna say, Timus? I was. I haven't seen Richardson. Um, I didn't get to see all the games this year because I was overseas. But if Richardson is a freshman this year and he's able to be a quarterback for Florida, I say he should be up this morning and starting learning, learning, learning until next year because Jones is not gonna get done. He just it's. He's not. It's not. It's, he's not a quarterback, and that was. <laughs> I think the best case scenario for Jones would be some kind of a hybrid. You bring him in for. Not, I don't want to call it trick plays, but change of place, pace plays. Almost like he could be your Jason Hill. He he could Curry be Jason Hill, right? You could you could put him in the slot. You could have him uh, under center sometimes. But as far as I just don't see it. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he'll maybe between now and, and September he'll look a thousand percent better. But I just didn't see it. I did, I'm sorry. I, I didn't either. And you know, if and, we could just come on, yeah. Hopefully they'll have spring ball this year, and these guys can go. He looked very James Blackmish ish to me last night. That's all I can say, man. He was. Yeah, there was there was a lot of uh, except more athletic. There was a lot of when when he released the ball, he waited just a, a half second too long and and got hit as he threw it. And and you're right, it, it, there was a couple times last night where I kind of thought to myself, you know, that that kind of looked like that looked like number one for FSU <laughs> uh, in, in a few circumstances. So you know, Mo, let me sum up. I think James Mullen is good at. He's terrible at. Mo, let me sum yeah, up James Blackman's career from Florida State fans' perspective. Yeah. And, and Mullen's not He's great at these He's coming back another game. year! Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, Mullen's that not good it. at these post-game press conferences, but he, he is good with the quarterback. So, like I said, there's enough. 
there's two QBs on the roster that that'll end up playing next year, and uh, if it's if it's not one, it'll be the other, and, and hopefully one of them will uh, figure it out soon. All right. The good news too, you, you get spring practice this hopefully, year. You get yeah, summer to throw yeah. it around, and then you know the the cream puffs are back on the schedule next year too. We're not playing ten conference games. I wouldn't think either. So all of that should hopefully. No, help Florida things. State will be back on your schedule. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> James, we as you say, eighth season. It's going to be in Tennessee, so, I mean, there's an easy one, too. Well, we do get Bama at the Swamp next year, so if they don't figure it out, that, that game will be just as fun as last night. <laughs> uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, we got a lot to get into, a little time to do it. We'll be back here in a flash here on the Armchair Quarterbacks. Keep it locked in here to CBS Sports Radio, the Armchair Quarterbacks app, and, of course, Facebook Live, Armchair Quarterbacks Wake Up Show. It's important to remember the value of taking time for ourselves to do the things that help us grow and explore, like learning something new. And now with the Great Courses Plus, it's never been easier to experience the joys of learning. The Great Courses Plus offers thousands of streaming videos that cover hundreds of fascinating topics, from World War II to choosing the perfect wine. You can even take a course on the U.S. government or dealing with stress and anxiety. And because The Great Courses Plus partners with world-class professors and experts, you're always receiving thoroughly vetted, high-quality content from every lecture. Plus, you can watch or listen anytime, anywhere with The Great Courses Plus app. So take a little time for you. Sign up for The Great Courses Plus today for a free month of unlimited access. Visit thegreatcoursesplus.com slash radio to get started. That's the Great courses.com slash radio Amazon Prime members now get free grocery delivery with a minimum order you'll get your groceries with two hour delivery so in that time you can finally figure out where the biblioteca is learn how to play the acoustic guitar and I guess get a puka shell necklace do a makeup tutorial but realize halfway contouring is hard and you're beautiful just as you are Whatever it is you're doing with your time, your shopper will be carefully picking out your favorite organic meats, produce, dairy, and snacks while providing contactless delivery to your door. Free two-hour grocery delivery, now with Prime. We are the Armchair Quarterback Show, your first choice for sports talk live from the First Coast. All right, just wash your hands. Before you use that, I'll get your germs. Whoa, 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 washing your hands is healthy? I did it because it felt good. I have so much to learn. Welcome back here to the Armchair Quarterback. It is New Year's Eve, so we're going to take a lighter side. Sports. We will get back into the college football playoffs here a little later on in the hour, but uh, Timus has to jam out early today. Uh, he's got a gyno appointment he's got to get to, so we got to get him uh, off and running. <laughs> stirrups. <laughs> it's all about the stirrups. Um, thank you, 2020. <laughs> I'm sorry, do what? I said thank you, 2020. It's not on my list, but by the way, that clip, Timus. If you're bored and you're looking for something to stream that's pretty damn funny, watch The League. Have you ever seen The League? Love it. Okay. Love I, it. For some reason, I didn't think that that would have uh, come across your radar. So, uh, yes, I've, I finally broke down and watched it. Just like Modern Family, I was like, this is stupid. I'm not watching this. I feel like this is dumb. And then I watched the whole thing. I was like, that is hilarious. That is some funny stuff. 
guess some good things came out of the pandemic. So we're going to start this off with, uh, you know, the, these are basically lighter topics, and we're going to have some fun with this today. And the one, the first one I wanted to uh, jump in on was the pandemic's going to be over with soon. And I'm curious what you guys would want if it was a perfect world, we could afford to go anywhere, restrictions were lifted, all that junk. What would be a perfect place to hit a road trip in 2021 for the armchair quarterbacks? So, uh, Tony, I'll start with you. I'm going to say as a, as a group, you know, you guys follow um, – I, 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 like ba- I like baseball, I like Major League Baseball, I like college baseball. You guys follow pro baseball a lot more than I do. I think it would be fun to – uh, go up to Atlanta and catch a catch a good Braves weekend with you guys, and just kind of sit back and drink some beer and, and listen to you guys talk baseball for for a weekend. I think that'd be a lot of fun. I I still have not seen a game in that new stadium. I've only been in there with Justin, and we decided to leave to go to the Tennessee uh, Georgia Tech Georgia football Tech. game. But we did watch batting practice, and then the next night I was supposed to watch the full game with my wife, who had just flown in or I'm sorry, uh, driven in and damn hurricane blew through the state of Georgia and the game got canceled. So I, I've been inside the stadium twice and I haven't seen a single actual competitive play. So that, that to me would be a lot of fun. Teamus, where would you like to go? Um, I think it would be cool if all of us spent Thursday through Sunday at the U S open. Oh, uh, that's a good one. Yeah, because, I mean, it's any four particular, days. Any particular course or just wherever? Um, well, I mean, the Masters. What, I don't I, know if they'll the play Masters, the U.S. Open at, at the Masters. <laughs> yeah, the Masters or the Open, because I would love to see Augusta, but, like, uh, you know, you and I were at Torrey Pines that time, right. and that course, beautiful, and you actually – wedged me in where I could give lefty a fist bump, you know, because you're much, much larger than me. And, uh, in, I don't, you know, I don't really have a particular course in mind, but it would for four days. I was playing block and fullback that day. I was like, it was, just follow it me, was dude. Awesome. Trust me. We'll, we'll, we'll get in here. <laughs> yeah. We were like the Looney Tunes. Remember that bulldog and the little chihuahua that's bouncing around the bulldog. I was a chihuahua. Hey, Spike. Hey, Spike. But, uh, yeah, any, really any course, Torrey Pines would be kind of because I've been there and I've seen it, how beautiful it is, even if it was the Masters or something like that. But like a four-day pro golf tour like that, one of the majors, four days, us just hanging out and throwing a few back and watching some really good golf. That, I think that would be a really fun trip. We'd probably not Tony, have memories. I know Tony would love that. Tony is, uh, I, don't, I don't know how, how much of the show that you catch, especially when you're overseas and whatnot, uh, team, he's huge golf guy, huge golf guy. Um, probably biggest golf fan I've ever met as far as knowing like random players. I'm like, I don't know who the hell that is. He's probably like, well, dude, you know, the minor league system of the Oakland A's. So shut the hell up. <laughs> he was on the armchair quarterbacks.com tour three years ago. And, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, Justin, what about you? Uh, actually, I like both of those, uh, but mine's uh, similar to Tony's, and uh, it's a little more specific. I think we need to all uh, make it to the 2021 All-Star Game in Atlanta, um, and that way we can all heckle each other's players and uh, do it only the way that our armchair quarterbacks would. I am making it to Nashville in 
we're all going up there on a big trip a bunch of us on labor day weekend so whatever the dates those are um looking forward to that until i found out florida state was going to get the crap kicked out of them by notre dame that weekend i was like wow well, <laughs> we don't have to cut this this short uh the one the one that i would love i've talked about this before but for for all of us to go to the mlb hall of fame in the in the NFL Hall of Fame because they're so close together, they're they're like within like three hours apart. And I and, and I went to the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame, which is incredible. Never been to the NFL one, but it'd be really cool to go to one and then then road trip over over to the other and just make like a four or five day. Because you can't if the NFL Hall of Fame is anything like the Baseball Hall of Fame, you can't do it in like one day or two days. You need about three solid days to do it. So you you almost need a week to do that I, I know it's probably never going to come to fruition but it would it, it would be my my ultimate uh bucket list um okay switching gears from that we are going to now get into all right so obviously during the pandemic all that kind of stuff we've had a lot of downtime for different reasons let's start off with the worst thing you watched in 2020 and it could have been sports related it could have been not sports related just the worst damn thing you're like i cannot believe i'm watching this but my god there's nothing else to do so i guess i guess i'm here for at least five ten minutes of watching this uh team is curious to see where you go with yours because i, I know you didn't have as much exposure as we did um the worst thing i watched was the 23 uh, cotton bowl <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't sports related so much, but uh, I would say missiles flying over my head in a bunker. That was the worst thing I watched all year. <laughs> I was like, pretty soon, sooner or later, they're going to get lucky, and that thing's going to get close. It's really loud already. Are you not? Uh, I mean, were you not streaming anything at that point? At that point, though. <laughs> <laughs> what are you complaining about, man? We were all yeah. locked down. <laughs> Hang on, guys. We were risking our life, yo. <laughs> and then if I get the Rona, if I get the Rona. <laughs> we were all praying for it. We're like, at least we get to get out of the combat zone. We're like, please, somebody sneeze in my mouth already. Come on. <laughs> Tony, what about you? What's the worst thing that uh, you watched? Uh, last night aside, um, that, that LSU <laughs> game was, was pretty brutal. So uh, I'll, I'll go with that. And then the other one would be uh, Florida State beating Florida in the last baseball game of, of 2020. That was a, a tough way to go out and, of course, ended that long streak that, that we God, had. God, was that State. this year? I mean, that feels like forever ago. I know. It feels like about 2013 or so. But, uh, yeah, that was that was this year. Um, yeah, I, I, I really um, – the shows we picked and stuff to watch on Netflix or whatever all ended up pretty good. Um, we weren't trying hard enough. That, so. <laughs> I found some real doozies. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah, th those are those are probably my two. Justin, what about you? Virtual learning, kindergarten to be specific. I mean, what in the hell does a kindergartner need to be logged into a Zoom call for multiple hours a day? I mean, come on. I get it for the older children. But uh, aside from that one, um, wow, uh, probably the Braves blowing the series lead to the Dodgers. Uh, that was probably the worst thing I had to endure. Even though I kind of expected it, it just still, you were a win away. 
Mine by far, I had to think about this for a minute because I, I did catch some really bad TV shows. Now, I, I won't stick in there forever, right? If it sucks, I'm dimping out. But watching Horse on ESPN was by far the worst damn thing because not only was it stupid in its horse, but we were, we were starving for sports at that moment. But it was poorly put together. Shaky iPhones. Timus, you missed this junk. So we didn't have sports for like close to a month. And they finally decided to get creative. And they decided they're going to put horse on ESPN. And it would be in different people's driveways around the country. And they were just going to zoom in or, you know, do a live Facebook feed, however the hell they brought it in. And as opposed to like shipping these people two or three smartphones and pods and setting them up and saying just hit record and we'll grab the different feeds right no they'd have like boo boo's cousin out there holding the thing while while someone's out there shooting free throws it's all shaky and stuff and it was just it was just terrible and then the guy who was broadcasting he was just terrible mark jones he's just absolutely terrible and then he went on to say really stupid ignorant things later on in the year so now i look back and go i cannot believe i was listening to that idiot you know it was just it was the by far the worst thing uh by the way um my wife gave me a a recommendation anyone with youtube tv that the stupid music they play when they don't have a commercial to run if you haven't heard it you you are missing something there because it it gets annoying there's one in particular that constantly plays on esp and the other sports that it is just i mean you just want to i can't get to the remote remote fast enough to either change the channel or mute it or whatever the hell it's it's terrible uh, best thing that you watched in 2020. Timus, we'll start with you. Yellowstone with Kevin Costner. That is you good. You have that. Cancel all your appointments. All Dive right. in. It's so it's a good. good show. I will, I will second that. Uh, great show. All right. I've heard it's good. I just haven't been sold on it because I'm not a big Western type person. Like I'll, I'll watch some movies. Obviously, Tombstone I love, but in general, I'm not a, you know, let's go, let's watch a really poorly acted John Wayne movie for the next, you know, marathon kind of person. But, um, wrong kind of Western for this one. It's yeah, a this modernized is a modernized tale. You well, will. I, yeah. And I get that. It just, the clips never, they, they never grabbed me. I was like, man, that looks as Yeah. I, as I, I can agree with you there. I saw it now. I'm a big Kevin Costner fan because right. of like 10 up and everything. Yeah. So like after I conquered Netflix, I was like, well, I'll give Kevin Costner a try, and I'm one of those people, if I'm not in by the fourth episode, I just let it die on the vine. But episode one, dude, okay. I was like, I have to see everything. All right. And it was, do it, man. You won't regret it. Okay. My wife's going to give me a big old told you so, because she, she actually re re recommended that about a month ago. I was like, oh, it looks terrible. I'm not watching that. <laughs> so now she's going to come home and I go, hey, you want to start Yellowstone? What? <laughs> uh tony what about you uh sports wise florida georgia uh non-sports would be um we really liked ozark we thought ozark was great yes um and and to parlay the yellowstone deal i haven't seen it but co-workers told me it was basically ozark but you know like western form which um, it's ozark it, in wyoming yeah if it's okay. half as good as ozark then then well, it's not good because i loved Ozark. my wife hated it so this may not go over yeah. well but i'll leave that part out because i'm sure she's not yeah. watching right now so <laughs> uh justin what about you uh justin you might want to log out and log back in um i'm gonna go with the uh queen's gambit 
I th- I thought that was incredible. Anyone who hasn't seen the Queen's Gambit, uh, if you haven't seen it, it's it's and it's short. It's too short. It's only like seven episodes, but it, it gets you gripped from the very very first episode. It is extremely well. I I would say that it's going to win a a boat ton of awards this year. Um, here comes Justin back in, which is strange because I think I've got him in two feeds. So this ought to be really weird because we're going to have a double head. On a waller. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. There we go. Uh, Justin, we didn't catch anything that you said. Uh, I gave the Queen's Gambit. W- what do you have? Uh, that was, you, you stole mine. You oh, I'm sorry. Me. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, I, I second the Queen's Gambit. I uh, thought that was just a phenomenal um uh, I guess it's a limited series how they they put it but uh, it, it was a great show um definitely worth checking out yeah and it was funny because i made me feel even really older because uh my wife had never heard of bobby fisher we got like halfway through the first episode i, was like, I feel like this is the, like the bobby fisher story done from a female's perspective and she's like the bobby what now and i went oh jesus here we go. you don't know who bobby fisher is she's like no and I'm like, how do you not know who Bobby Fisher is? Like, that's all you heard as a kid. Well, he's the Bobby Fisher of this. And he's the, you know, later on, you now become the Michael Jordan of, but back then it was, he was the Bobby Fisher of this. So anyways, I, I highly recommend it. Really well done. Uh, Timus, it is definitely up your, up your alley. I think, I think you'd love I it. I will try it out. I have yet to see any of them. So I'll uh, give it Netflix, a shot. Netflix. And it's like I said, it's only, it's only like seven episodes, but it's, it's incredible. Um, I think it's about time for Temus to run. So, Temus, before you run for your walk-off, what is your New Year's resolution for this year? Okay, my New Year's resolution is not something I wanted to do, but it's something I have to do. Uh, The doctors told me you have to stop eating like a nine-year-old. So, because of the injury I have, it's all anti-inflammatories now. So, no sugar... No fun, you know, my McDonald's is I was about gone. to say McDonald's stock will never be the same. <laughs> nope, I know. I think they're going to probably send out a posse looking for me to make sure I'm all right. Um, so I have to eat vegetables now, and everything has to be super clean, and the no irony. sugar, no additives. Y'all, y'all don't no- understand the irony. When we lived together, we were roommates years ago, and I was going through culinary school, and we both worked at this restaurant. And the girls that worked with us could not believe what was going to waste because I because you, you would get homework essentially. They'd say go home and go home this weekend and try to cook this, this, and this or whatever. And I would cook stuff, and Timus know if it would if it, if it didn't come in a brown paper paper bag from McDonald's, he was not having it. I'm like, Are you kidding me? So a lot of times I would bring stuff to work or you know give it to neighbors or whatever, and they'd be like. What? Timus doesn't want to go. Timus won't try it. He won't try a damn thing. They're like, oh, my God, you're such a waste. <laughs> Who let my wife on this show? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, remember, I remember distinctly the damn conversations with the servers in the alley going, Timus, you won't try this. You won't try that. No, no, no. I'll take my double Is it chicken burger. McNuggets? Yeah. Then no. Why yeah. are you asking me? Exactly. Same answer every and then And then just like routine – Every single day, he had the green apple quick steps running to the restroom at some yes. point. I'm like, if you quit going to the same damn Taco Bell that's poisoned you six times this week. What was my nickname was Poop Break because I was always on a poop break. Yes. Every time somebody that, was, is the clean, that, that is the clean version. That's as that's clean as we clean can. clean version. Yeah. I was named 
illness poop break because of my <laughs> diet. But all that is over now. Got to get yeah. my hip uninflammatory or whatever the term is. I don't know. We'd, all have like, we'd all have like four table sections. I'd have eight tables at least twice a day because I'm watching his section. I had a two table section. Thank you very much. Yeah, because I couldn't handle your section because you'd be in the in the john. <laughs> And he wouldn't just be in there, you know, let's get in and let's get out. He's in there, like, checking his horoscope and everything on his phone. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> that ain't what I was doing, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want to know. <laughs> leave leave yes, it there. All, all right, right brother. happy new year to you guys. I got to go to the hospital. I'll talk to you all soon. All happy brother. new year. All right, all right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to into college football. We got some more of this stuff, and we got some grab bag that these guys are not ready for. So uh, you want to stay tuned in for that. Keep it locked in here on the Armchair Quarterbacks. That? That's the sound of NyQuil Severe, hard at work. NyQuil Severe is the best sleep with a cold medicine. No tossing and turning, just rest and recovery. So you're ready to take on tomorrow. For powerful relief of your worst cold and flu symptoms, try NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, aching, stuffy head, best sleep with a cold medicine. Use as directed. Keep out of reach of children. At Jewelers Mutual, we're a little obsessed with jewelry. Obsessed like auctioneers with talking fast. 50, we're gonna hit Pop stars with auto-tune. And dentists with asking questions so, how did he propose? after they've put their hands in your mouth. Great. Yes, we've made jewelry our obsession for over 100 years. We love it so much we named our kids Ruby, Amber, and Opal. Venti soy latte for Opal? At Jewelers Mutual, we insure jewelry and only jewelry, which is why people who are also obsessed with jewelry Trust us with theirs. This portion of the show is being brought to you by whatever we have in stock are us. Your one-stop place to shop for whatever we happen to have lying around at the time. Kick off fall and kick off happiness with Shoffer Hopper Grapefruit and Pomegranate Beer. Log on to kickoffhappiness.com for your chance to win a cool custom cooler with Shoffer Hopper swag, including your favorite team's jersey. Look for the Shoffer Hopper displays at your local retailers for great savings on Shoffer Hopper Grapefruit and Pomegranate. And learn more about the sweepstakes at kickoffhappiness.com. See site for official rules. Must be 21 or older. Brewed and bottled in Germany. Imported by Radeberger Group USA. Norwalk, Connecticut. Always enjoy responsibly. If you haven't downloaded it yet, the Armchair Quarterbacks app is the best app you can tap today. Google Android, Apple iPhone. That's right, download it, tap that app today. You can take the Armchair Quarterbacks app anywhere. Free to download, free to use, and important to have. Download it today. Tap that Armchair Quarterbacks app. The best in Southeast sports talk. Listen live or catch the replay. I kinda like that. I wanna tap that. Walking to south out of Roanoke I caught a trucker out of Philly Had a nice long toke But he's headed west from the Cumberland Gap A Johnson City, Tennessee Welcome back to the Armchair Quarterbacks On a Thursday morning, New Year's Eve Getting ready to get the hell out of 2020 And uh, surprisingly, they got it right this year They put the New Year's Day games are the college football bowl games, and uh, glad to see that. As we know, in years past, they've done goofy things. I put it on New Year's Eve that one time. That was just absolutely terrible. Uh, the worst part of that, so Florida State played Oregon the year that I'm thinking of. 
and then it was Alabama, Ohio State. Well, the next morning, Tennessee was playing in the Tax Slayer Bowl here in Jacksonville, and it was an early kickoff. So I got just piled. I mean, absolutely plowed. And then the next day, I had to wake up and go to that game, and and it didn't stop there because the, the guys I was hanging out with, we, we just started, I mean, the moment we got up, you know, taking on this uh, mimosas and all that, you know, I, I guess you can call mimosas. I don't know if sun-kissed and, and, and whiskey is a mimosa, but we called it that that day. So. <laughs> but I'm just glad that they did it on New Year's Day and then – um, other you, you know there are two other games tomorrow. Was it Georgia Cincinnati, and is the Auburn Northwestern game? I think is also tomorrow. Yep. So those are kind of. Uh, I'm more interested to see what happens in Auburn Northwestern, but it would it would be cool to see Cincinnati pull off an upset. I, I just don't know if they'll be able to do it. I, Cincinnati's size. Uh, I I, th- I think that's going to be an issue, but the but the. I guess let's do it chronologically. Alabama, Notre Dame, 4 p.m. I think the biggest thing that jumps out at me of this, Justin, the betting line is 20 points, give or take. It's, you know, 20 and a half, 19 and a half, depending on where you're getting it at. But, man, does that not sound just extraordinary for a, for a, uh, a playoff game? It does, but the history of Notre Dame says that uh, it's probably going to look like the ACC championship and – Alabama's going to cover, but man, that's more than I'm comfortable going out on a limb. Because what if? Yeah, I f- we can say what if with Notre Dame a lot, though. I feel like I, I would take Notre Dame in the points. Now I, I don't know if I'd be crazy enough to hit the money line. The money line is seven fifty, which would be a nice little return. It would have to get over twenty one for me to be comfortable to take it. Well, if you're doing it online, you can always buy points, right? Right. I mean, you you can you can do that, but uh, twenty points is a lot to cover because I got a feeling Notre Dame's going to try to take the air out of the ball. They're going to try to play uh, safe offense, defense that it's going to be. I wouldn't say bend but don't break, but essentially in that mold where they're going to try to make Alabama go to the field ten to twelve plays every time and hope for turnovers, uh, mistakes penalties whatever and try to keep the game close because if you can keep the game close in the fourth quarter Ian book gives you a chance right but that's going to be the question can they keep it close tony what say you alabama minus 20 does that just seem ridiculous or yeah it seems like a lot I, i'm like I, I think it could get close to that like 38 21 something like that uh alabama i just i uh i think it's a little too many too many points but uh you know, Notre Dame's much better than Florida defensively, so um, that'll be a more interesting matchup than it was a few weeks ago. Uh, and that said, you know, Notre Dame can't really throw it around as much. I mean, Book's a good quarterback, but um, they're not going to go totally pass-heavy like Florida did a few weeks ago either. So, no. uh, I'm with yeah, I, I'm with you guys. I think Notre Dame's, plan, Notre Dame's best plan is to milk the clock and take the air out of the wall for Alabama and try and keep Harris and uh, Smith off the field as much as possible. As opposed to like a gunslinger, the way Trask is, and uh, in some respects, Mac Jones, Ian Book to me is more like a field general, right? He's a guy that, yep. I, I wouldn't call him a game manager, because you call someone a game manager, that means that they're Jeff Hostetler or something, that, you know, right. you're, you're hoping the ball doesn't go forward, but I, th- I think he's a guy that can get you some points, but I'm also interested to see – I'm interested to see individual matchups in that game because I'm telling you, when I see Notre Dame play, 
Maybe not as a whole, but when I see Notre Dame play, there's always like four or five guys that jump off the screen that I'm like, man, those guys are going to be good in the pros, right? Mm -hmm. And so it'll be interesting to see. I think what's going to kill Notre Dame is they're – as much as you would think, okay, how's their defensive line going to deal with their offensive line? I think it's going to be the other way around. How is that Notre Dame offensive line going to be able to respond to – Alabama's defensive line and if they can't handle four man front to the point where Alabama doesn't have to send anybody that's going to be a long day for Ian Book yeah and that that Notre Dame defense is going against one of the I know it's best one of the you know top five best play callers pure play callers in college football in, in Sarkeesian so uh, the other thing with Book he's he's got to hit the throws I mean he, he had a couple he had a couple against Clemson in that first what's that it's New yeah. Year's Day, and Sarkeesian will have a hell of a hangover. So that's right. It's true. <laughs> He's got a you know early curfew for, for Sark on on Friday night yeah. or on Thursday night. But uh, yeah, it, Book's got to hit the throws. He had a couple guys that um, on on key third downs a couple weeks ago against Clemson, where if he hit those, you know, maybe they stay in a little bit longer than they do. And it, you, you can't. You have to play perfect football against Alabama. You can't recover a fumble and then fumble it back. You can't. Um, you know, give away possessions on on penalties on third down and the little things Florida did a couple weeks ago. You have to play a perfect game. Are both of y'all pretty familiar with the movie Tombstone? Yes. Okay. It's been years, but yeah. Do you, I was watching it the other day. It's, it's still my all-time favorite, but do you remember the, the, the scene where the uh, gunslinger's drunk in the middle of the street and, and this is when you first hear my huckleberry, right? But as they're getting him off the street, he's just tore up drunk and they're trying to get him off the street and he's like knocking into coffins and stuff and the main leader says god lord have mercy even i'm worried what's going to happen when he takes over as soon as i saw that the other day I was like that's nick saban talking about sarkeesian <laughs> saban's gonna retire they're just gonna go sarkeesian just take it and he's gonna be drunker and cootie brown <laughs> just be oh, it'll be great uh clemson Ohio State. So, no, just like I think the Notre Dame-Alabama game might be a little higher respect. Like, I would have bought 14 and a half, 17, somewhere in that. I just think 20 might. I think the Clemson-Ohio State game is not enough. I really think – now maybe this is just my ACC goggles on, but I think Clemson is going to throttle Ohio State. The quarterback that I saw play against Northwestern, if that quarterback shows up, he is going to get thumped by Clemson. Justin, what say you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Ohio State's got to hope that they can find a running game that can rush for 300 yards against Clemson. Uh, uh, that's easier said than done. But essentially, that's how they beat Northwestern. They finally just said, here, we're just going to finish running the ball all day long. And that's, you can't get one-dimensional like that on Clemson. So, yeah, I agree. I don't think the seven-and-a-half is enough. Uh, I like Clemson with that, and I think it's easy money. I do, too. I, I mean – you know what you could do? You, you could flex, uh, tease tease those, like, like a six-point teaser with Clemson, and then maybe, depending on how you feel about it, you could bring Notre Dame probably underneath uh, or Alabama's spread under two touchdowns. Or if you really feel good about Notre Dame, you could take it up to 26, 27 points. Tony, what say you? Do you think this game's yeah, going to be closer? I'm with you guys. I mean, if and Ohio State was missing a couple guys against Northwestern for whatever reason, but I, I, I'm with you guys. If Fields shows up and play like throws like he did the other day, um, 
you know, it's going to be a long game for, for Ohio State. I, I do think Sermon's a really good running back when they give him the football. They kind of forgot he was on the team until about midway through the third quarter against Northwestern. They said, well, I guess, you know, we can't throw for crap, so let's run the ball. And they went right down the field two or three times um, and got points. So I, I think Clemson will pull away. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not an expand the, the playoffs guy, but it, it is funny. You get these four teams and we're, everybody is predicting two blowouts in the semifinal games and, um, ultimately, it'll just end up being Alabama and Clemson anyway. But I, I would, I would have Clemson. I don't know, forty-two to seventeen or so over Ohio State. My point is, if you if you do expand the playoffs, which you do, you increase the chance of a, of of an upset. That's number one. And then number two, we would get other games that we would, would be more competitive. So you wouldn't feel like that first round was just a loss. And if these yeah. games go go to script, we're gonna feel like, why the hell did we even so. All the all the uh, all the dinosaurs are going to say, "Say, say, we didn't even need the playoff. You could have just put these two in from the beginning." But those of us that have watched this sport evolve know that everyone would have been enthralled by a, a Florida Oklahoma first round matchup. That would have been great to watch. There's you know well, there's and, other matchups we could go through, but that one specifically, it would have been. And great I want to watch. eliminate what happened last night. I mean, listen, I don't I don't want to eliminate Florida losing. I mean, I enjoyed that, but. It, change the name to any other school and your program doesn't deserve that. I mean, I get the business decision those kids were taking. What, sit out? Yeah, and I'll tell you why. The more players we get to sit out to not play in the the non-sequential bowl games, the more pressure that that they'll get to expand the playoffs because television advertisers will be like, dude, I am not advertising on the Cotton Bowl when I'm not going to get the best two teams that they could put out there on the field. And so, well, in that aspect, I'll agree with you because it will lead to what I want. And I think the expansion will definitely uh, eliminate this happening in those top bowl games. I wish Trask um, would have sat, would have sat out. Now I know he didn't play. The hell, he did. Well, I mean, I, well, once the game got out of hand, they sat him. But I'm just saying, I, at this point, I, I wish Trask had not had not played. Hell, I wish Spencer Radler hadn't. Played. I wish they were all played like B teams out there and said, "Screw it, we'll take our bowl money, but we're not going to try to win because what's the point." I, mean, I agree 100. percent I'm tired of seeing it. Uh, um, I think it's just wrong to your team. Um, I think it's wrong to your fan base and your school. But uh, I get the business decision till it's uh, the rules are fixed and uh, we got we got an alternate something for them to play for. I don't think you're going to see the change ever. Well, and that was like from the bitter fan aspect, which which I'm I'm partly in that. Like I, you know, I was saying the other day when we were when we were talking a couple days ago. Like I get Pitts not playing. I'm fine with that. I, I did. No issues with that, but for Grimes and Tony, it's not like either one of them have put enough on film to be like a, a first-round pick. Like, go play in a national TV game. You're the only primetime game that right. night. It's a national stage. You're playing a national brand in OU. Like, just go play. Like, you know, you can get her walking down the street as but much as you can get, get her in a football game. I don't they get, get it. convinced by their soon-to-be agents and all that whatnot right. that, oh, you're going to – and and I'm with you. It's been, maybe not Pitts. Because Pitts is a solidified, probably top 10 pick, right? Yeah, I'm fine with Pitts. But the others that sat for Florida, you missed your opportunity. If, if that's why you're sitting because you, you want to go to the NFL draft, you missed your opportunity to shine last night. Right. And like, no like one's going to remember anything but Pitts from the Florida offense this year. 
Yeah, and like oh, like does Grimes not think he would have gotten you know eight or ten touches last night? Tony would have gotten yeah. the ball like twelve right. times. I mean, I, but I don't, I don't like get, I said, I, I hope they all just two. start going. It's not worth it. We're not going to play. Da 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 da. Even guys that are going to come back next year, I'm not going to get hurt and then have to you know miss next year. That kind of stuff. I I hope they all do it. I also wonder. We talked about this yesterday a little bit, but after what happened to Derek King, where he got banged up and sat on the sidelines the rest of the Miami game. Will he change his tune and come back? And I mean, uh, and go, go out to the draft and say, "I don't want to come back because I, I almost, uh, you know, what, what if that was a season-ending injury? So it's like a torn ACL. Well, you're going to miss the entire season next year, so it wouldn't do you any good to come back, anyways. Uh, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's going to be very, very interesting going forward. Um, what other one big bowl game are y'all watching outside the playoffs? This weekend, Tony, um, Georgia, Cincinnati, a little bit, but the one I'm, that's more just to see to see how Georgia handles it, and 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 Cincinnati's defensive coordinator is getting a lot of mentions from from Florida fans because hopefully we'll be in the market soon. But um, the the one I actually am looking forward to for play on the field is A uh, and M and North Carolina. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Mon versus uh, Sam Howell, and uh, should see a lot of points there, and I think that'll be a track meet down at the Orange Bowl. Justin, what say you? Uh, that, that's the the main one I have circled outside of the playoffs is uh, the A and M UNC. But to fall back on a second one, other than that, it would be uh, Ole Miss and Indiana. Uh, just curious to see if Indiana can finish it off and uh, what they can do that defense against uh, Lane Kiffin's offense. Uh, just interests me right there. I'd like to see how that plays out. Well, yeah, it's pretty cool that Indiana coach has some Tampa ties and then coached high school down there and all that kind of stuff, and he gets to go back to Tampa for a, for a bowl game, so that's pretty cool. I originally had Indiana and Mississippi because I really want to see what that Indiana defensive front can do against Ole Miss and see if it was just Big Ten or if they're for real. And conversely, can Ole Miss put those points up on, on, on Indiana that they've been putting up all year? So I, I, I like that one a lot. I can't get excited about the Fiesta Bowl. The Oregon-Iowa uh, State game, it's just, it just does not interest me. So if I'm going to pick one more, I'm actually going to go to uh, – what time is that today? Oh, it's the noon kickoff today. Tulsa, Mississippi State. Mississippi State has struggled all year long. They don't belong in a bowl game. We know that. But they are an SEC team. I just want to see what Tulsa does against them, right? Because Tulsa almost beat Cincinnati, so it kind of gives you a litmus test on what could happen in the uh, Georgia-Cincinnati game. I want to see if Tulsa is quote-unquote for real as far as being a team that could be a mid-tier team or if we're going to get in there and go, well, that was cute what you did, Tulsa, but you lost by 20 today, right? So I guess, I guess that would be the... I was I was surprised to see Mississippi State beat Missouri a few weeks ago and then found out that Missouri had a guy selling Cokes as the quarterback, so... Um, that that was a quick explanation that I got on how they how they managed to lose that one. It was right after Matt declared Drinkowitz the coach of the year, and then they lost to to Mississippi State. <laughs> I mean, I'm, that Tulsa game, Collins is going to be uh, wrecking some some defenses on sun or some offenses on Sunday. So uh, check that out if you get to check uh, into that Tulsa game today. Just pay mind to the Collins middle linebacker out of there. Heck of a football player. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the noon kickoff. It's a lot of fun. There's there's four games today. The last kickoff is 4 p.m., so there are no games tonight. I kind of miss that. They normally have a game on New Year's Eve night. It used to be the Peach Bowl, and I think yeah, they, last year was the last year was the Gator Bowl. It was yeah. such a disaster. I guess I would, they went back to. 
I would just like uh, to have January. one game, even if it's not a late or kickoff, like yeah. six, seven o'clock Eastern, something like that. I guess. Well, no, that was supposed to take place yesterday. I was about to say the Music City Bowl has been in that in that same time frame before too, but they're usually late afternoon. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the uh, next thing at hand and go ahead and pour a cold one for this one. Um, I don't think I have anything else thrown at you, so we're going to go straight to the grab bag, right? I, I didn't have anything else jotted down, correct? No, that was all on the... Okay, okay. I, I just want to make sure, because sometimes I, I get just scribbling stuff and whatnot. Uh, fill out this sentence. I am so sick and tired of blank, I can't watch it anymore. Tony, I'll start with you. Nissan Heisman commercials. <laughs> if I have to watch Tim Tebow and some other dude oh, sit in a car the and Kyler Murray ones are terrible, Tebow's mom again, oh, I hope it's the last time. The Kyler Murray ones are terrible with Tim Tebow. It's, yes. it's not even Tim. It's not for once. It's not Tim Tebow's fault. Kylo yeah. Murray is not an actor, and they yeah. just oh my god, they're terrible. Those are those are bad. Um, Beth Mallins had the Gator game for basketball last night, so oh, luckily poor the, bastard. The sound was on for football and not for for basketball, so I, I wouldn't mind having to hear her again. <laughs> not having to hear. Her. She's got something on somebody because I just don't understand. She's she's doing NFL games now. I mean, she's she's gonna be everywhere. Next thing you know, she's going to be leading the nightly news as well. Justin, I am so sick of blank. I can't watch it anymore. Man, I can't say that one on air. Um, <laughs> it's going to go with children, but uh, probably shouldn't do that. I mean, I'm getting tired of daddy daycare. It's time to move on. Let's get these kids back in school. I mean, I'll just call it what it is. I, I need to get back to focusing on my job. <laughs> uh <laughs> Political ads. I'll, I'll go with that one. Uh, I'm tired of them. Uh, recounts, runoffs. You wear your mask for who? You do this. Uh, your political affiliation. I'm tired of all of it. I'm ready for 2020 and these ads and yeah, everything. And, and now they got to drag out the Georgia election until January 5th. I'm yeah. like, the hell kind of crap is this? And something tells me they're going to say, well, we can't figure out who the winner is, and that's going to drag on until till may or june it's 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 asinine i know I'm, I'm there with you if and i had we, one i would just and we say, really got punished here in jacksonville because the election's over and, and georgia does their thing and we're just close enough to the georgia market where right. the local stations here have are shown in like brunswick and whatever so we get peppered with those ads still i'm sure i'm sure justin's getting them too aren't you with you being oh yeah there? yeah i'm close enough to chattanooga that uh we we get the the overflow coming up with with some of it there yeah so I, yeah i figured because we're we sit we, we basically book in the state of georgia and the the dude it's not ossoff it's the other one that's uh running on the democratic ticket that uh looks like he looks just like the mayor of Minneapolis that cried and got pushed and kicked or whatever when he went out there to try to go to a go to his own rally essentially and they 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 cornered him and cancel cultured him on the spot. He looks just like him. So every time I see him, I want to punch him in his grill. And I just I can't I can't stand any of these ads anymore. And even if it doesn't matter if you're voting left or right, you know they're they're all you know it's an all end game it's a money grab. And it's like, man, it's one thing to deal with it up until November, but now you're dragging this out until freaking 
January. Georgia, get your act together, dude. Who who won the election? Who didn't? We have to have a runoff. The damn thing wasn't a tie. I mean, get it together. Um, the we'll next- do it on pay per view, so I don't have to see the shit. Excuse me. <laughs> what? Sorry about that, dude. I hope someone back there is. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Hitting the cough button, as they call it. Um, the pandemic surprisingly had me hating this more. And loving this period. Like something you never thought you'd get into. And something that you're like, I can't believe it. But I, I just, I can't, I can't do this anymore. Tony, I'll start with you. Uh, let's go to Justin. I got to think about that one. Okay. <laughs> I was still trying to get over the wordy dirty. I just slipped out. Um, but I will go with uh, tennis. Uh, repeat the question. What I did like and what I couldn't get past. The pandemic had me hating this more whatever this is right and actually liking or loving this like it's something i actually got into i never thought and then something that i'm like i can't believe this that this is even on my radar but damn i'm tired of it well it got me out of the nba um wasn't a big follower but you ran me slam off from that one and i got into tennis i'm not gonna lie and specifically I kind of got into the female tennis more and no, not because of the outfits, but I mean, they actually get volleys going and you get 20, no, you get return serves and you get longer back and forth. Whereas the men just overpower each other. I mean, you get running one side to the other and it's like, hell, I'm out of breath watching it. I'm like, Oh my goodness. I can't believe he made that. And yeah, the chicks it's back and forth and it seems to be a whole lot more competitive. And and I've said it for years. Women's tennis is a better watch because of what you just said, there's less aces, so there's actually serving volley. As far as the outfits are concerned, I mean, some of them are damn near wearing long johns at this point. Like there's, like there's, yeah. like that's kind of gone out the window. I was just clarifying my statement because right. I mean, it didn't come off the best way. Anyway, still a little razzle. Tony, back to you, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can tell you, you know, the, the stars had their run, but I watched more um, more non-stars hockey, I think, than I ever watched. I think just because you know the games were. Um, you know, on top of each other pretty much. And, and there was, you know, they were, they were going on during the day too. So I was able to listen to a little bit at, at work and hockey doesn't necessarily translate that great to radio, but you know, at least it was, it was something. Um, and you know, something I, I got tired of, I think just got tired of ordering takeout. Um, you know, when we, when we went out to eat, it, it was nice when they opened them back up and you can actually, you know, either sit outside or, or just sit in a restaurant across from each other and, and actually eat food versus, bringing home soggy French fries and, and, and pizza that, that didn't necessarily translate to, to go. So, um, so <laughs> I, so I know was, exactly which good. place you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was their pizza. It, it was sucks it, to go. It is terrible. Yeah. It was, uh, but yeah, in, in some ways it was, I, I got more good out of it. I think, um, you know, I, I, I we, we still wear a mask, obviously, wherever we go. I'm, I'm tired of that, but, uh, you know, you deal with that hopefully just for a little bit longer, but, um, but yeah, it's uh, it, you definitely um, picked up maybe some new hobbies and, uh, and and dropped some other stuff too. Mine, mine, real quick would be uh, I surprisingly started hating ESPN because of all the look. Once you took the sports away, you just have a bunch of freaking libtards out there just rambling on about wearing masks, right? And then um, the thing that I surprisingly started to like because it, it, it filled time during this was TikTok. 
I actually got into where I would watch. And, and if you go down the right rabbit hole and you start finding the funny ones, dude, there, there are some ones to this day. I still make sure every day I go on there because I know they're going to pop up. And there's this, there, there's this one lady on there. She, she just sits there in a car. I think she's just smoked something. She just sits there in a car and tells jokes and laughs at her own jokes. But it's like an infectious laugh. And sometimes the jokes aren't even that funny, but you'll just get to laughing because she's just, and you're like, man, you are high. <laughs> there's no way you're sober right now. But most of her jokes are actually pretty funny. Uh, walk-offs with the uh, New Year's resolutions. Tony, start with you. Um, I mean the usual ones, but also I I didn't play golf for crap uh, in 2020. My every time I played, I, I didn't play all that great. It felt like so I, I need to. I, I was at the point where I was like in the low 80s or so, and you know 81, 82, 83, and, and now I, I I can't break 90 for some reason. So we'll uh, we'll get that figured out this year. And Justin, what say you? I'm going to eat Timus's McDonald's this year because uh, I'm not going to lie and uh, have the 38th straight broken uh, New Year's resolution. Um, now on a serious note, uh, aside from diet and the, the, the exercise, the normal plans that everybody does in January, uh, put down the old Copenhagen this year. So there we go. I didn't know you still did that. Uh, well, it, it was, it was gone until, uh, that was one of them things I picked up, uh, that I didn't like during the pandemic. But, uh, when you sit at home by yourself, uh, yeah, it was a better alternative than the liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> I still smoke a smig from time to time if I'm, you know, in, intoxicated. But uh, luckily, I, I don't know. I never got into. Doing Maybe that's it. the problem. Maybe we were drinking too much on quarantine, and it brought back the urges of drinking. Because yeah, that, Man, that's I the tried. that's the big pocket when you have a cold beer. I still to this day uh, want a cigarette, even though I'm not a smoker. Yes, exactly. I think it's just a it's just a habit. I need it's at a, least one or two th throughout the night. I, I still have to. Now I tried doing the dipping thing, and I, I got confused on which what I'm spitting out and what I'm, and what I'm drinking. And that, uh, that you drink nothing. Don't ever let anybody talk to you that. And that's going to be, no, I'm talking about when you have the dip and you're drinking, you know, you're drinking alcohol. No, you don't want it at a time, buddy. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And it takes too long. So to hell with that. I did. Uh, I did do that up in the Hamptons one time and they all got a kick out of the old, you know, hillbilly because I hadn't done it in years. And then they did not get a kick out of the fact that later on that night in a drunken rage or whatever, I just spewed all into the bathroom. I didn't even remember it. I was like blackout drunk. And I was just looking there like, dude, you're going to go clean that up? Go clean what up? I was like, I've been asleep all time. No, you have not. <laughs> when like, oh, my God. Look, look like, I mean, I'm like, my God, I, I, should, I should have plastic that thing down like Dexter or something. It, oh, it was a terrible day. Nothing better than a hangover and cleaning up that in a restroom. All right, guys. Uh, have a happy new year. We'll see you uh, next week. All right, Matt. Good luck talking about the Gator game. Defense. <laughs> <laughs> see you guys. We'll be back in a flash on the armchair quarterbacks. Matt Carr and Joe Ariel are on the way. We'll be here for the, the next hour taking you into the new year. Keep it locked in here on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the armchair quarterbacks on CBS Sports Radio, number one sports station. Good morning. And this is your armchair quarterback's Sports Flash. Happy New Year's Eve, everybody. 
We've got a triple header of college football today. Mississippi State Bulldogs plus two and a half against the Tulsa Golden Hurricanes in the Armed Forces Bowl. At 2 p.m. Eastern, it's Ball State plus 10 against San Jose State. That game takes place in Tucson, Arizona. And at four o'clock this afternoon, West Virginia minus six and a half against the Army Black Knights. That over under is 41. New Year's Day, the College Bowl actions look like this, 1230, Cincinnati plus seven against Georgia in the Peach Bowl. Auburn at one o'clock plus three against the Northwestern Wildcats. Four o'clock, the college playoffs begin. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish are getting 20 points against the Alabama Crimson Tide. And Clemson is a seven and a half point favorite against Ohio State. That game will be played in Nolens. January 2nd, Saturday. Four more college football games. Kentucky, minus two and a half at NC State. That game's being played in Jacksonville, Florida. Ole Miss, plus eight and a half against Indiana in Tampa. Oregon, plus four against the Iowa State Cyclones. That game takes place in Glendale, Arizona. And eight o'clock Saturday night, the Orange Bowl. North Carolina Tar Heels are getting seven and a half against Jimbo Fisher and the Texas A&M Aggies. A quick look at some of the NFL lines on Sunday. Dallas minus three at the Giants. Pittsburgh plus 10 at Cleveland. The Jets plus three at the Patriots. The Falcons plus seven at the Buccaneers. While the Ravens minus 13 against the Cincinnati Bengals. Jacksonville Jaguars 425 kickoff plus 14 and a half at Indianapolis. While the Titans are giving up seven and a half at Houston in the Packers, minus five and a half at Chicago. The Saints are seven point favorites at the Carolina Panthers. Seattle is a six point favorite in San Fran. And the Vegas Raiders, minus two and a half at Denver. At 820 Sunday night, this game is for the NFC East if Washington can win. The football team is minus one and a half at the Philadelphia Eagles. We hope you have a great new year and see ya 2020. We can't get out of this year fast enough. And that's your Armchair Quarterback's Wake Up Show, CBS Sports Flash. Stay tuned for more of the Armchair Quarterbacks on these CBS affiliates, our Facebook Live, and the Armchair Quarterbacks app. Tap that app today. At Shell, we know from the time you get up, to the time you wrap up, there's a lot of meetups, eatups, and hurryups. So come to Shell and get three things done at once. Fill up with Shell V Power Nitro Plus to help keep your engine running like new. Save up with the Fuel Rewards Program and never pay full price for gas again. And snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. And engines that continuously use Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gas. And see full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com. Armchair. Community Access Channel. It's like people only do things because they get paid. And that's just really sad. Look, you can stay here in the big leagues and play by the rules, or you can go back to the farm club in Aurora. It's your choice. Yes. And it's the choice of a new generation. Welcome back here to the Armchair Quarterbacks. 
And joining us today, for the first time, I think at the same time, is uh, Joe Ariel and Matt Carr. And I'm sure Joey's like, what the hell are they doing? <laughs> we do this every Friday when he comes on. It's too long to explain. But, uh, and uh, what's even funnier is when it started, we thought I thought it was one thing, and he thought it was the other. <laughs> we still keep it. Going. It got the same. It got the same point across. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, Joey sits up in uh, Chicago land area. Yes, sir. And how you doing, my man? Doing good. And Matt sits in the Nashville, Tennessee area. Oh boy, he's been cleared of all charges. <laughs> <laughs> Ish. <laughs> Uh, too soon. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so normally we go diving into all sports and we are going to talk NBA first, but before, you know, we get into that, going to let y'all know, we, we you know, kind of get y'all's ready. If y'all want to fire in on Facebook or, or, or Twitter or whatnot, I'd be curious to see everyone's questions. We are going to talk about best movie we saw this year. Worst best stream, worst stream, favorite guilty pleasure, all that kind of stuff. And then I've got a grab bag that if we can get to, we're, we're going to hit some of those. And they are not prepared for those, just like we ended last hour with uh, Tony and Justin. They do not know what's coming on those. Okay. Uh, the NBA, Just I, I just wanted to get a sense of here we are a little over a week into the season. We're out of the bubble. We're out of all the, you know, the social justice warrior stuff. We're seeing people back in their own stadiums. So you're getting to see a more normal backdrop when you're watching the game. Uh, Matt, I'll start with you. Um, what is your feeling about the NBA right now? Well, obviously it's better than the bubble. We've already talked about that. It's just just seeing the stuff splatter out of the court wasn't making me very appealing to me. So at least seeing people on their home courts is making it fun, more fun to watch for me. But like you always said, the only game I've really watched this year was the Brooklyn Celtics game on Christmas Day, and that's just a sad court to watch, man. It's just sad. It's just a very it's a very twenty twenty court. They've, and and they've had that play. for years. I remember the first time when when Kevin Garnett and all them were traded over there. I went to watch. I was like, oh, it's so drab. It's like someone yeah. forgot to put the right powered light bulbs in, right? That you're, right. you're you know, you're like, man, <laughs> like, would you take the handkerchief off the freaking light bulbs? Quit trying to set the mood. You know, we're trying to play a basketball game out here. But I mean, it's just like any other year. Usually, like five games in, we're, we don't care. So I mean, me and you don't care. We're still we're still waiting for probably February now to start being interested in it. So I mean, I'm I'm not watching as much as I will in the next couple of months, but I'm glad it's back to how sort of it was. I am glad for one thing, and that is we don't have an 82 game season to drag through. Um, yeah, but I would have liked to have seen it closer to 50 something. That to me would have made every game. You, you were still seeing load management. They did it the other night in, in Brooklyn. Uh, both Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Where I mean, we're only a couple of games in the season. They're already sitting. Kevin Durant, I get because coming off injury, whatever. But to set them both in the same game, you're basically punting the game, right? And it doesn't matter as much this year, but it's always bothered me on the level when in normal years when fans can be in the stands and whatnot, and you go and you take your family to the game, and you it, a, a family of four is going to spend at least $250 on tickets, at least. Yeah. And you're going to go in there, and you're going to sit there and try to tell your your son or your daughter, hey, we, we're going out here to see the, you know, Brooklyn tonight. Dad, why is 
why are, why is Kyrie and why is Kevin Durant sitting on the bench in suits and there's nothing wrong why with that? Why am I watching Joe Harris drop 50? Right, <laughs> exactly. And, and like, oh, load management. And then it, it, it just sets a bad tone. And my thing is this. If you're going to be that concerned about playing 82 games, then we need to cut the schedule down. It just it just needs to be done. And that means you may, may, maybe you lose money in that. Maybe you don't. But it's not fair to the fans. Uh, Joey. What about you? Yeah, I mean, it, it's a good point. Uh, good points by you fellas. And so I know the one rule they did change was only primetime games. They made it where it, whereas players would get fined for sitting. But I mean, there's 82 games, like you said, now 73 this season. Still plenty of games where you're not on national TV. So obviously they haven't figured that whole problem out. Um, being a fantasy basketball guy, I always have an eye on the NBA early, even though, like you guys mentioned, after a week, there's not really much to talk about. I agree. The Nets core, oh my gosh, it puts me to sleep. If I didn't have Durant in fantasy, I wouldn't even watch yet again. As you mentioned, he hasn't even played all the games. Uh, but just a quick thing, actually, a town uh, more closer to you guys than me, the Orlando Magic, they're 4-0. Uh, I know it's an early sample size, but everyone kind of thought going into the playoffs last year, they were a nice story, but it probably peter out after time. And just looking at the statistics, um, Markel Fultz is still holding his own. Uh, Vucicic is a double-double 20-10 and 10 machine. And I'm not saying in the full season they're going to be this, you know, burner team. Usually talent prevails in the NBA as always. But I want to give, while I can for the uh, last week, I want to give the Orlando Magic some credit. Starting off 4-0, there's not many undefeated teams early in the NBA season. And I do have Vucevic on my fantasy team, so I have been paying attention to. I mean, he's we're a points league. I don't know if you're in uh, stats category or if you're a points league, but we're a points. League. One thing that I've forgotten about is I haven't played fantasy basketball in a while, especially with people that I know. So I actually care about the league. I'll always like playing a random one, but this year I decided, okay, I'm only going to play in the one that we're in, Matt, and I'm not going to worry about doing other junk i forget how much you get screwed if you're on a week where your teams just don't play that many games right because on monday i looked at the head-to-head matchup on who i'm playing against sean i have no chance in hell of beating him if he starts his players i have no chance in hell of beating him because at the very beginning the the projection was him by about 400 points because he, his teams are just playing that many more games. The only thing that's going to save me is a bunch of load management that I'm going to be like, woohoo! <laughs> I've, I've always believed in this. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, man, I have absolutely no shot in hell of doing this because I've, I've got a lot of, for whatever reason, uh, I've got a lot of players that this week are only going to play about two, maybe three games, and he's got like four, maybe even more than that on, on his. Um, but all in all, so I'm, many- I, all in all, I'm still pleased with what I'm seeing in the NBA. Uh, I hope for their sake that they bring more fans back to the viewership. I don't know. I think, I think we won't get a true litmus test of that until after football season's over with. And when the playoffs begin and I, my fear is if they have bad ratings again this year, they're going to blame it on the time of the year and they're going to rush back to get back to October, which gives you June championships I still feel like if they would just incorporate it and go into July, early August, it would be better for the league long-term. Or well, yeah, they, one, 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 one or the other. They need to quit competing against each other in the playoffs. It's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. 
two sports that fight for fans in all in in very similar cities, and they're going up against each other head to head in playoffs on a nightly basis. I can't tell you how many times I've seen where where the where the uh, the Celtics and the Bruins are playing at the same day, same time in the playoffs. Right. It's, it, it is insane. Bulls and Blackhawks too, you know, for that matter. <laughs> well, yeah, and even just here it says very quick. I saw TV ratings on ESPN, ABC, and TNT were up sixty-seven percent over last year's opening week, week, which is October twenty-second to twenty-fifth. An average minute watch on League Pass increased sixty-seven percent. So it goes to your point of the time of the year is huge. Right. I mean, and and you can't compare those two. Because you have to compare it from the from the time. It, no one watches the NBA in October. Right. I mean, unless you have right. a severe gambling problem, why the hell are you watching the NBA in October? <laughs> they're ba- they're basically that's, that, that, that's why we watch October basketball. <laughs> right. They are pretty much just exhibition games. All right. Well, we will move on from that because uh, uh, Matt usually has to get running here, so uh, I want to make sure we, we get some of this stuff in. Um, for the first beer of it uh, as we get into the mix of things as we end 2020. Thought we'd have a little fun with this. I'm curious where everyone... I'm, I'm taking notes because I'm looking for stuff to watch and stuff to avoid. So what was the best movie you watched in 2020? Didn't have to be, it didn't have to necessarily be made in 2020 or released in 2020, but you've got finally got a chance to watch it. Matt, I'll start with you. Um... You know, I have two kids, so I don't get to lot of, watch a lot of good TV. Right. <laughs> so, but uh, Knives Out, I'm sure you've seen that. I mean, I think that came out last year. But uh, if it, I, we watched, it, I remember we watched it this summer, and it took us two days to watch it just because like we got, we could only watch it while the kids were asleep. <laughs> right. But uh, I, I remember watching the first like first over half of it, the, the day one, and like me and Ashley talked about it, like getting ready to watch it. It was very interesting, and I could see there being a sequel to it. So, and I like Daniel Craig, so. That was good. I actually forgot about that. Me and my wife sat there on the couch last night going, and she and she goes, we didn't watch anything. I was like, that's all we did was watch. I mean, what are you talking about? We didn't watch anything. So you always got sports on. Not for like four or five months. There was nothing on. So I know we watched movies, and and she and she pulled up stuff that was popular. She goes, I don't remember any of these. I was like, well, we didn't watch that. I was like, well, we, but we were, whatever flopped in front of us on Netflix and whatnot, we gave it a try. Uh, Joey, what was the best movie you watched? I know it's an old film, but since it was just the holiday season, uh, I was over with the, my family, and they we actually sat down and watched Family Man with Nicolas Cage. Not the, yeah, not the big... Uh, I don't watch a lot of Nicolas Cage. I never really got into the National Trevors. I haven't seen a lot of them, but let me just say this is a great uh, flick. It's, it's not a very long movie. It's no longer than a couple of hours, and it, you know it, it's kind of cheesy, but it puts life in perspective. Uh, he goes back in time or whatever. He comes out. He's a uh, kind of the a-hole guy. He's rich and all this, and he leaves the lady of his dreams. And then they go back in time, and he sees what a family's like. So it's just a good feel-good story. And uh, I didn't think I would really like it to be honest, but I ended up loving the movie, and it ended up being a good one. So I recommend Family Man for those who haven't seen it. I know so it's, so it's basically a, a different twist on It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, Matt yeah. can chime in more on that. By the way, I finally watched It's a Wonderful Life. I finally completed it. I talked about this earlier. I'd never seen it. It took me only like five or six times watching it to, to get through it. 
Because I, I would I put it on at night when I thought I was going to sleep and it put me to sleep and I have to rewind the next day and go, where the hell was I? And then finally I, I got serious about it around Christmas and watched it in like 30 or 40 minute increments when I wasn't doing work and other things. Um, that's an overrated piece of crap is what that is. <laughs> if that thing wasn't made in the early 1940s, that thing would not be considered a classic. I'm sorry. And I know people are like, oh, my God. It is an overrated, overacted piece of crap. But I did get one kick out of it because this is 2020. We all know the social justice stuff that went down. The scene where the cop is just randomly firing in, into the street, into the night with all those people out there. So he's trying to shoot it at at, uh, at the star. Uh, was, it, was it Cagney? Uh, I was like, man, if that if that happened in 2020. There'd be there'd be seven Golly. news teams popping up there. You know, that'd have been all over TikTok. I mean, it would have been a nightmare. <laughs> and all because he was like acting like a jerk in a bar. He goes to run. I go, pow 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 pow. <laughs> I was like, I'm I'm kind of hoping a random bullet hits someone. So so so, so, so the movie goes in that direction. <laughs> it's, a, it's a spinoff movie. My. What I think the best movie that I saw uh, was the Chicago Seven. If y'all haven't seen that, it's really good. It's on Netflix. Uh, it's historical. It's got a little bit of a slant to it, but even still, it was good. Uh, I I won't ruin it, but the protests that went on in the late '60s that uh, kind of gave us it. The timing of it was really. Apropos when you consider what was going on in the world at the time when we watched it and it was released. So I I highly suggest the Chicago 7. I believe it was Netflix. Um, worst movie you saw this year. Matt, what you got? Um, it was a kid's movie. <laughs> it, was, it was called Scoob. <laughs> like Scuba Steve? Like Scoob. He do, <laughs> to be do. <laughs> it was terrible, man. Like, and like, I, I don't mind watching cartoons. Ali, me, 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 actually don't either. One mind watching it, and we we rented this thing because it went straight to whatever digital. Well, you should have known that. <laughs> that's the first. And, that's well, first I mean, time. I mean, because because of twenty twenty, I'm saying. Sure it is. And uh, <laughs> the first, yeah, exactly. I'm looking, yeah, but like the first like five minutes, like you know, it's a Scooby Doo mystery, right? And, you know, it's all kind of corny. And then all of a sudden, like, the aliens, you're getting abducted by aliens. And me and Ashley just look at each other like, it's going to be a long hour and a half. <laughs> and it was. And Allie loved it. She's like, can we watch Scoob again? We're like, no, it's, it's $15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Joey, what say you? I'm big into the uh, superhero movies. I, I love the Batman series and stuff, but... Harley Quinn was a disappointment for me. Um, great character, great actor, but just didn't really sell myself into the movie, and I was disappointed because, uh, like I said, I'm big on the superhero movie, so I'm going to give that one a thumbs down. I'm glad you brought that up. Not that I would watch that crap, but... Um, <laughs> so all, every time I've turned on Facebook or Twitter the last few days, people are, are, are bitching and moaning about uh, Wonder Woman 84. We watched it the other night because... Wife was like, this is new. We get it. For some reason, we're getting HBO Max for free. I forget why. And uh, I was like, I don't care. Put put it on. And there was a game on I was going to have on mute. I was like, we'll give it a try. I watched it. It was your typical superhero type of movie. 
everyone's complaining about it. I just didn't live out. Was it a great movie? And I'm like, dude, this is the same crap that. that I've seen in every other superhero or sci-fi, you know, nerd-filled BS movie. That I was like, it's the same junk. I was like, I don't get why this is terrible, but the first Wonder Woman that we we saw at some point, I was like it's it's like the same thing. It's like they just tried to incorporate more of a of a love story, and it was hokey because of. I get I get what they might have been complaining about. I was like, what did you expect when you turned this thing on? Gone with the Wind or something? You get Citizen Kane? No, it's it's it. God, loosen up, America. Uh, the worst movie though, dude. You haven't seen the Florida Project. You have not struggled through something. I mean, it is <laughs> the whole time you're like, "What in the hell am I watching? Is this a documentary?" And about the time you almost get kind of wrapped into the story, the story ends, and me and my wife just look at each other and go, "Wait a minute, is that it?" Because I because I was starting to think that this was a show we were streaming. <laughs> I said, no, that was a movie. That that was end scene. That was it. Oh, like, it sucks. I'll tell you something else that sucks. And I have to go see it live this year, but I saw the the video version of Hamilton. That is some junk. Now I think live it would be different. I think you know, but why trying to watch that on on film? Oh, that is some junk. Oh, mercy, Uncle, I'm tapping out on that one. We that is long. It's like four hours. We we got like through an hour, hour and a half. We got the flat screens that sit in the living room that I can see from my office. We got through like the first hour. I told my wife, I said, I got to go work on some stuff. Just keep it on. And she, and she kept watching. I was doing other things. And at the end, I was like, I did not like it, but I, I did dip in and out of it. What did you think? She goes, that was awful. I was like, well, good news is uh, we have to go see that later on this <laughs> in 2021. We, we had tickets to it originally. It was a gift. And... The pandemic caught, uh, put a fork in all that, and then now they've rescheduled it, and so we got to go see it. But I'm hoping live it'll be much better because on video, I wish I'd never seen it on video because I, I feel like it's like, oh man, I'm gonna have low expectations. Best stream of 2020, um, Matt, what you got? Like, you know, best streaming show, whatever. I don't stream a lot of stuff, but uh. The one that what do you I mean, you, out about, you don't stream. You, you acted out in your yard or something. What are you talking about? Yeah, I, I watch TV. <laughs> um, but upload. Me and you talked about that. I, I enjoyed watching that a lot. Uh, that is the, good. The it wasn't really a stream. I guess it is now. But the last dance. I enjoyed mm -hmm. watching that this summer. And uh, something good. that came out. We haven't watched it yet. But I actually watched the first episode. You just talked about HBO Max, the flight attendant. Terrible. I'm not sure. Absolutely she said terrible. It, yeah, she said it was a really good watch. Um, terrible. I've not watched that. I've not watched terrible. that yet. I, I saw the first episode. It's terrible. She it's, enjoyed it. Huh? I said she enjoyed it. I've not seen it. Did she? <laughs> yeah, she lied. She wants to sit on stream it or uh, binge it. Brace yourself. It is. <laughs> it is the most predictable, corny acting. And and uh, scenes you'll you'll ever see. I, w I was disappointed because the star I like from The Big Bang Theory, Kaylee Cuoco, right. or however you pronounce her last name, and I was in, and there's a couple other good actors in it. And then I was like, this is so predictable junk. It's just brace yourself. You're, you're gonna need something else to entertain yourself. Trust me. 
Um, but, uh, yeah, and that was uh, and another thing we watched that Allie likes is worst cook. She likes watching worst cooks in America. So that's a show, a cooking show. So. That's still on. Yeah, and Allie loves it. I I remember watching the first season like years ago. It, it, it was okay. The blonde lady was on there at that time. I don't know if it's still the same host or not. Uh, yeah, the, the, girl, the girl with crazy hair, she's still on there. And like I said, my daughter loves it, and it's just got something. It was something to do just ever watching those sports. Guy Ferrari's twin sister, you know. Who, I, just, yeah. I, don't, <laughs> I don't know her name. Uh, best, best stream for you, Joey? I wouldn't. Kind of like man was saying, I wouldn't know if it's necessarily a stream, but I'm kind of big into watching uh, documentaries, and I've been binge watching uh, a former wrestler early in our days, Chris Jericho. He actually committed suicide in the early 2000s, and it's a few episode docu series, and it's actually pretty good. You learn about his life. He was actually a great wrestler, and uh, it's sad how everything came to a abrupt end. He yeah, Chris Benoit, he actually ended up uh, sadly taking his own life along with uh, his family members, except for one son who um, he's still around. T- he's still around today and he talks about it and he doesn't really get involved with WWE because there's some blame game or WWF, WWE. There's some blame game there back and forth on what led the, to the demise. But it's a great series. And uh, I was a big Chris Benoit fan. Obviously, it wasn't the best ending, but it's a, it's a good watch if you like uh, some like you know documentary about people's life and the ups and downs. Hmm. I haven't even heard it, of that. It, it's not really a stream, but I just figured I'd I think bring I've up. I've already uh, seen it. Though. I think it was called The Wrestler. It's a really good movie. That was a good movie. Yes. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> uh, they have that out there. The best stream that I was surprised by evidently ended two or three years ago, but I had never seen it. And because of the pandemic, you're like, all right, what the hell? First episode had me hooked. It's only three seasons. Bloodline. If y'all haven't seen Bloodline, holy crap, that is good. And I don't know why I'd never heard of it. Have you seen it, Matt? Mm-mm. It is. I heard, I heard of it. I've seen it. Yeah, it's on uh, Netflix. I, I won't get into the details because it's. But if you like Ozark or anything like that, you'll love Bloodline. It's it's unbelievably and the the. The cast is just everything. I was like, "What? I've not heard of this." It's like, did these people all die in a plane crash or something? Like, why? Why, why is this thing? But you, you kind of get why it only goes three seasons because it's a typical storyline you couldn't drag on forever. Plus, I'm sure these actors had other offers, so they just said to hell with this. But that and uh, the other one that that came to mind when I was talking to my wife last night the uh, the morning show from from Apple that is really uh, yeah. good. Uh, season two is coming out here in a little bit and, uh, dead to me. If you, if you want a good little comedy to watch, uh, Christina Applegate and yeah. the girl from freaks and Greek freaks and geeks who she actually is in bloodline too. Uh, that's a really good, it's got two seasons. I think a third one's coming out in January. It's really good. Uh, it's a, it's like a dark comedy worst stream that you stumbled upon either by accident or you heard, Hey, this is good. I got to watch this. Matt, what say you? Um, and I was talking. To, like I said, we don't watch. We only watch certain stuff, man. We don't have that much time in our life. But we were very excited this summer for Supermarket Sweep to come out because <laughs> I loved that show when I was growing up. Yeah, and it okay. came back on, and it was terrible. <laughs> it was the worst. Thing we is the worst thing I've ever seen. Not just on TV. It was horrible. You know, you don't have to preface every single segment with "I haven't seen much." Like. 
like you're trying to sell us that you're well read or something. Okay. You know, we all, that cat was out of the bag years ago, buddy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, supermarket sweep. Terrible. You don't stream a lot of new things. I, I, I bet, I bet you're loaded up with Seinfeld every day. Uh, <laughs> <Hey. laughs> no, if it ain't broke. <laughs> Joey, what say you? Well, first off, I'm disappointed in that review because I my grandma used to love it. I haven't seen the new one, but I always said I'll get around to it. But now when I might not if like, it's not that. Is it like network television or is it like – it's, it's, I think it's on ABC or something like that. But, it, I mean, give it – watch one episode and then let's talk again they, next year. They have, <laughs> brought, they have brought so much junk back that wasn't very good to begin with. Like you're seeing all these old, all these old uh, game shows and stuff. I'm like – like I noticed the other day, the name the tunes coming back. I'm like, oh, right. Well, that was cool back in the '60s, man. I, I watched reruns of it in the '80s when I was a kid because there was nothing else on in during the you know late, late afternoon or whatever. But I, I'm waiting for Whammy to come back. <laughs> I mean, why don't you just get the freaking get the app and they go to play it and you, you turn it on and go. Well, Google says it's this song. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, worst stream that I came across. I know a lot of people are going to give hate on this, but I don't care. Everyone talked about how great it is. I still see memes and shares and ah, that the Mandalorian is trash. It is terrible. It is boring. You have to be a super nerd to like the Mandalorian. There. I said it. It's out. Can't take it back. Don't care. We watched the first episode, man. I mean, I, I, I woke up into a, in, in a coma. What did I miss? Ah, they're still talking this stupid midget version or baby version of Yoda. What the hell's going on here, man? Uh, you picked the most non-sequential character in the history of Star Wars. Let's focus on his life. Okay, there, thanks. All right. I'm, all right. Yeah, okay. Quit squeezing that. Quit squeezing it out. We don't need another story out of Star Wars. Can nobody come up with anything new anymore in Hollywood? Good God. All right, whatever. Favorite guilty pleasure? <laughs> favorite guilty pleasure TV of the pandemic? I've told you this for years, and you always make fun of me because you don't even know what it is. <laughs> but it's the challenge on MTV. I've told, I've watched that, and I like anytime anybody, nobody watches that show like I know, besides me and Ashley. <laughs> but it's it's just a reality show. And we've watched it for 15, 20 years. Maybe because most of your friends are not under the age of. 14 and they don't watch MTV, right? Maybe that's got something to do with it. <laughs> it's, it is what you say. Guilty pleasure. It is what it is. To is be it, fair, my, well, one of my best friends, I'm, I'm a uh, late twenties. He loves that show too. So now I found someone else that has also liked it. So that's two people right there. Yes. We're back. We're bringing it back. <laughs> I'm not, if it's guilty pleasure, I'm I, I don't hate on people for admitting something's guilty pleasure. I hate on people when they tell you, you got to watch this. You watch it. There's a bunch of crap. Go, yeah, I know, but it, it's funny. Isn't it? Like you didn't preface that with me. Like you just, <laughs> you said, Oh, you got to watch it. Um, Joey, what say you? Um, I, I don't know how many people consider it guilty pleasure. People are usually all over the place with this show, but I'm a big fan. It's been out for 20 plus years now of Law and Order Special Victims Unit. Uh, I've been a. It started back in the day with Elliot Stabler and Olivia Benson. It's it's still on today. So I've seen every episode probably a time or two, and it's still on NBC new every Thursday. So uh, that's my guilty uh, pleasure TV. I know it was junk, but it was popular. 
and we got into it. The Tiger King, man, like that, like like that was awesome. That that came out at the perfect timing. Would I've watched it nowadays? Probably not. I probably would have never given it a chance. But now the follow up Q and A thing that they did was terrible. But but the actual Tiger King, that thing was gold, baby. That was gold. Is there any is there any junk you ate because of the lockdown that you normally you know. Normally you're like, okay, I got to get to the gym. I got to try to stay somewhat in shape. I try to got to try not to die this week. I probably shouldn't eat this, but now I'm like, who gives a damn? <laughs> COVID's yeah, gonna get me anyways. It wasn't really junk food; it's just bad, bad eating. But we hit up Zaxby's and Sonic more than any anything this summer. Like it's it was once a week, and it was just so easy to do. So that, yeah, that was my bad. It, we don't have yeah. many around here, but but uh, Sonic is a surprisingly good burger for you know for fast food, right? Yeah, I haven't had one in years, but every time I think of a Sonic, I see I was like, man, that's actually not a bad burger. Like it's it's decent for for fast food. And Allie and Allie loves it. She gets a milkshake and a little toy with her thing, and it's uh, it's drive in, so you're not really you're social distancing sort of stuff. Right. So, but yeah, that was my stuff. Joey, what say you? It's easy for me, and it's pizza. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just, as being an Italian, it's just too easy. Whether my mom whips one up, it's a frozen pizza, or uh, we order out from somewhere. It's just, it like you said, the workout thing. Sometimes I get home, it's at the table. It's like, shit, here, I'm probably going to eat four, five, six pieces, and then there goes the gym. So pizza for me. How come it, Italians can play the I'm an Italian card and everything's fine when they gorge themselves <laughs> with pizza. But if us Irishmen talk about, well, dude, I'm Irish. I have to be drunk by 10 a.m. I, mean, I have to be drunk by 10 a.m. What's your problem? Then all of a sudden, like, you we're a menace to society. You know? oh, Don't yeah. shoot the messenger. <laughs> <laughs> I remember years ago, my dad telling me that, that, that my, my uh, mom's mom uh Told him, told her never to marry an Irishman because all they wanted to do is drink and fight. He was telling me this story right after he got into a brawl. His hands were still bleeding. He was drunker than Cootie Brown. <laughs> he goes, "Yeah, you know your your mother told <laughs> your your grandmother told your mom." And of course, my parents have been divorced maybe three years. I'm like, "Yeah, okay then." <laughs> there, there, there it is. <laughs> there are certain things that we lean into. Uh, Matt, I know you got to run, so I'm going to give you one grab bag. Uh, <laughs> before you leave um what's your most annoying thing this year that you dealt with during sports non-sports all over the pandemic uh just seeing certain people how they reacted to the virus and seeing how it just it divided a lot of people and it was just it was just annoying i was i was we were never a news family period period but when ashley was working from home she uh she started watching more news and like I had to come home and like, it felt like I caught her doing something. Like she'd be like, Ugh, I'm done. I'm just changing the channel. <laughs> it, was, it was just annoying. The whole, the whole pandemic and stuff, just hearing about it every day, just in your face or the NBA bubble. <laughs> That's just, those two. <laughs> and also you haven't seen it, but you would just assume that has got to be stupid from commercials you've seen or whatever. Is there anything that comes to mind? Where there's a show or a movie, you're like, I haven't seen it, but I'm not trying it because it looks dumb. Um, I know I'm kind of catching you flat-footed. Yeah, uh, something dumb. Um, I pass. Go to Joey. <laughs> um, you know, honestly, when it comes to you, you also caught me a little uh, flat-footed with that one there. But uh, 
if I had to name some that I probably won't watch, I, I honestly, I, I probably won't watch anything, I guess, just in general documentary or movie that comes out one day that talks about the pandemic. Cause I could already see the direction oh. uh, they would steer the storyline there. So yeah. I think we've I all seen for those blockbusters. Well, right, because, like, we've all seen it. The Mask 2020. <laughs> yeah, so we've all seen the things in 2020 that Matt alluded to and stuff. So I'm not going to give any of that, especially Hollywood making it, I'm not going to give any of that type of stuff worth my minutes of time. All right, I'll give you an example. I keep seeing these commercials for the Misery Index. Dude, there, there's there's not a big enough gun to force me to watch that. That looks like the biggest bunch of crap. And it's, it's been on for years. Or at least a couple or two or three years. I mean, it's constantly, you can't flip over and watch a sitcom on TBS, right? With Big Bang Theory or Seinfeld or whatever you're flipping over there without seeing like seven commercials of, what's the misery index? Like, it must be terrible for you to promote it this bad. Like like the Samantha B show, it thinks has got to be absolute garbage for you. I mean, I know that's garbage. I tried, tried to watch it. That was a terrible decision. I'll never get those seven minutes back in my life, but... The Misery Index? Oh, it looks terrible. It's like a dumb game show with people who are trying to throw one-liners. I, I think it's rehearsed, but they're trying to make it look like it's ad-libbed. It looks terrible. They try too many game shows these And anything days. Snoop Dogg pops up in, for that matter. I was going to actually, I was just about to tell you that the TNT, I saw a commercial for the Snoop Dogg, uh, whatever it is, game show he's doing on TNT. And I didn't seem to catch much interest when I saw that commercial. He has he has started more shows this year. I saw my wife. I was like, so people keep coming to him to, to star in shows. If it was that successful to get him to star in shows, then why does he have to keep coming up with a new one? Because they canceled the last one. And he started right. at least six shows this year because it's always like, and Snoop Dogg will be on blue, 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 blue. And two weeks later, like, blue, 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 blue got canceled. So we're going to bring you the big show with with Snoop Dogg. Oh, Matt, what's your uh, walk off? Your uh, I, I'm going <laughs> You said I'm very well read. I know you said that earlier, but it honestly, is to read more because I've started so many books this year and not. I've got through a quarter of them and just can't finish them. So that's one thing. Um, we have a big new rock climbing place up here now this year. Uh, you know where Hastings was, Dave? Yeah. So they put it, it's a big rock climbing, a huge, big, nice rock climb, indoor rock climbing place. And uh, Allie, Santa got Allie a little place set for Christmas. that has a rock climbing wall on it. So I want to go rock climbing with her uh, at least a couple times this year. That'd be nice and covid -y. Everyone's <laughs> Everyone be sweating on this. <laughs> um, I mean, this has got to end sometime, right? Yeah. There's a new strain in Colorado, man. Look out. My wife pulled that up the other day. I was like, turn that fear porn off. I'm I'm done with it. I'm done with it. <laughs> what do you got? Yeah. Cobra Kai on today? Yeah, Cobra Kai. And I got, I got my new uh, Boston hat. I like that hat. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. It's, it's a Christmas gift from the wife. If you can't see mine, there's a picture of a donkey and a rat, and it basically says, I don't give a rat's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I, I found a bargain bin somewhere. I don't remember. All right, brother. We'll see you uh, next Friday. All right, Joey. Good talk to you, man. Hey, nice to meet you. Good talking to you. Good to meet you, guys. We're going to be too. back in a flash on the armchair quarterbacks. When we come back, we're going to finish up some of this uh, 
this, uh, these grab bags, and we're going to get into a little NFL talk. We'll be back here on the Armchair Quarterbacks on a New Year's Eve edition. Keep it locked in here on CBS Sports Radio, the Armchair Quarterbacks app, and our Facebook Live Armchair Quarterbacks Wake Up Show. Make contact. A collective psychosis is sweeping the nation. We're in the thick of the haze craze, and Elysian is introducing an altered state of IPA. Contact Haze is a tangled chemistry of mild haze, low bitterness, and an explosion of hop aroma. This hazy IPA bursts with notes of bright raspberry, currant, citrus, guava, and passion fruit. Available in six-pack cans in stores and in all Seattle Elysian locations. Make contact. Armchair Quarterbacks Wake Up Show, here every morning, 8 to 10 a.m. Eastern, to blow your mind. You get a whole lot of something with Farmer's Policy Perks. So much, I'm going to have to speed things up. You can get the Farmer's Signal app, and that could get you up to 15% off your auto policy. That's just for using the app and driving like the normal speed-limited hearing full-stop making lane-change signaling human being you are. Get a whole lot of something with Farmer's Policy Perks. Start with a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. What happens when five eligible bachelors welcome a little girl into their lives? Hey, it's my turn in the bathroom. Non-stop hilarity. My five uncles. Hey, Gina. Welcome to your new home. You sleep in there, and we all sleep in here. The show that shows family values exist even in unconventional families. Oh, what are you guys doing in there? Taking hilarious comedy in a whole new funny direction. I don't get it. Why don't any of you guys have a steady girlfriend? I'm an emotionally abused orphan. Can I get in on any of these group hugs? My Five Uncles, Thursday nights on LSBC. Fantasy Sports is back, and it's time to jump into DraftKings. Go to DraftKings today at DraftKings.com. Golf, NASCAR, soccer, you name it. And of course, Major League Baseball, basketball, hockey, and football are on the way. Go to DraftKings.com, listen to the armchair quarterbacks for DFS advice all year round. Oh, I see. Cash only, eh? Eh? No paper trail, eh? What are you selling? Reefer? Crack? Smack? Horse? X? Shrooms? Dust? Meth? In my neighborhood? I don't think so. I was a doctor, a lawyer, a senator's son, Brad Pitt's brother, and a man on the run. Anything I thought would get the job done. Yeah, we Welcome back here to the Armchair Quarterbacks. Jerry, I got a question for you. Are you familiar with this song that I'm about to play? And who sang it or rapped it? Are you ready? Yep. Got skills, got stamina. Got hit, stung like a tent from Panama. Body drops, body shots. Cause I could box. No need for clocks or karate chops. So if you want to see who the best be, come and test me. Come and test me. I'm familiar with this song, but I'm having a trouble with the artist's name right now. But I, man, how, what year is that from? Early 90s. Artist Holy. is a very, very loose term. That is no other than ESPN's own Max Kellerman. Get out of here. Back when I, don't, he, I don't even like Max Kellerman. Right. So every time you think of Max Kellerman, you have have these hot takes. Remember, he's always been a clown. He's always he's always been trying to – He he's a PR stunt is all he is. He's a dog face pony. So right. At the end of the day. Right. 
So it's funny because he went from that to, I believe is one of his, uh, from, from my understanding, this is normally how this works in this business anyways, but from my understanding, one of his uh, relatives got him a start in to ESPN's boxing anal analyst, right? And from there, the rest is history. But yeah, he, uh, every once in a while, I like to play that for everyone to remind them that uh, Max Kellerman is just a wankster when it's all said and done, man. You know who also makes my head hurt? Not really quick. I don't know if you know, but Jameel Hill makes my uh, mind explode. That lady, she literally said that the boxer, when uh, I forget his name, but he fought on Nate Robinson. Um, she has her own TV show now. She called the guy who knocked out Nate Robinson potentially a racist for that. That's what type of life we're in in 2020. So that lady just yeah. makes my head explode. Yeah, and she was doing it trying to be funny, but I thought that uh, – uh, what's the guy's name on Outkick? Jake Paul, that, that was his, the other guy. Uh, the, the guy on Outkick, the coverage. Uh, God, what is his name? Clay Travis yeah. called her out that day, and I thought it was pretty – on the point he's like you know you can't constantly race bait and constantly which is, she's done this in her entire career it's what led to her demise on espn that's why she's on like the nobody can find you network i don't know what network she's on but i, I heard she's on a television and i saw the network i was like that's even a that's still a network i forget what it is like spike tv or something terrible that doesn't exist anymore um so but he, he had a good point. He said, you can't constantly race bait and call people racist, da, 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 and then make a joke about that later on because you it's one thing for someone to do it who's who, who's never played that card, but she plays that card constantly. I met All her years ago on a train, and I thought she was nice. Uh, I, I've told the story on the show before. And then, man, was I way off. Because she sat there and shot the bull with me, and we talked about everything under the sun, not just sports. I was living in New York City. I was taking a train back from Boston is is where I met her from. Uh, she was on her way into New York to do one of those shows. Uh, I, I want to say she was probably like sports reporters. And um, very nice at the time. But little did I know like what was squirreling around in her brain. I'm like, you're just bat crap bananas. I mean, it's just... <laughs> Anyways, um, the uh, I don't know if Brian's agreeing with me or if he is saying it sucks or if he's saying that he liked it, but he he did chime in with uh, the Mandalorian. If you're agreeing that it sucks, you're right. If anything else, you're wrong. You're dead wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, if people are that into Star Wars and Star Trek in their 30s and 40s, the only thing I can say is, Dude, you should have went out and got friends in high school. That's all I can tell you, man. Like, you should should have spent less time in the Dungeons and Dragons rooms and whatnot. Yeah, Big Bang Theory is supposed to be a comedy that you laugh at, not one that you participated in, right? It's just uh, people ask me all the time, you know, did you watch the Star Trek: The Next Generation? I like, no, I had friends in high school. I didn't have time for that junk. What the hell are you talking about? I was busy jamming you in lockers. I didn't have time for all that. <laughs> I never did that. I'm joking. But oh, my I just, God. I just, you know, oh, come on. Hey, it's the new year. Screw it's it. It's like when you're watching, when you're, look, when I watch people that watch that and get into it, and then they have the audacity to tell me sports is stupid, right? I'm like, do you give a damn what puppets are doing in their lives in unfolding? You're going to tell me sports is stupid? Get out of here, man. 
Sports is life. Um, the NFL playoffs this week, you know, a lot of this stuff's taking a hit. What, which, what was once I felt like going to be a really fun weekend. Now players aren't going to play. Uh, we see Dalvin cook's not going to play. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers essentially aren't going to play. So Cleveland's going to get basically punted a win. And I'm sure. Well, actually though, a little bit of breaking news on Cleveland. I don't want me to ever cut you off. Um, Right now, they just two more players tested positive for COVID nineteen. The facility, the facility is again closed today. I don't they're, know who these they're players force are. Them to play with whatever they got, I guarantee it. Yep. They're like, we're not dragging the season out and trying to play that card uh, because remember, about a month and a half ago, they made the announcement that if we couldn't play a seventeen week season, then it would go to an eighteen playoff. Blah blah blah. They're not going to do that for one one team. Can't get it together. They're just going to say, you're going to have to go out there and send your skeleton squad out there. And if that means we have to punt the game to Monday night, they'll do it. And you know why? Because it'll just be more ratings for them. But it'll be a huge disadvantage if you have to play Monday or Tuesday and then turn around and play on the weekend. Well, and then Cleveland, too, could. So, I mean, there's a bunch of scenarios that could go on this weekend. But say they did have to move the game to Monday Cleveland can be in a spot where it's winning in, and I know Roethlisberger is not playing, but we all saw Pittsburgh last year. They competed without Roethlisberger against Cleveland, and I know Cleveland's a lot better, but there's just so many scenarios. I know we're going to get to Colts and Titans in a minute here, but the AFC is a wild time to be alive right now because a 10-6 and 6 or an 11-5 and 5 team will be off, left off the playoffs. What if the game gets pushed to Monday or Tuesday, and you're the Pittsburgh Steelers, you're not going to have a bye, right? That's unfair to you. The best thing you can do is have the Steelers play that following Sunday. And I'd say Sunday, the latest kickoff is possible. And the Browns should have to play Saturday. If, if they make it just, just to make it say, look, you couldn't get your act together, but the way the different playoff scenarios roll, I don't know if it could be a possibility that they can have a rematch. I don't know because all the different seating possibilities. Um, I say they force them to play it one way or the other on, on Sunday. And whoever can roll out there rolls out there. Pittsburgh doesn't give a damn. They're like, dude, we want, we want to play Sunday. We'll send our practice squad out there, right? And let Cleveland go out there and play with whatever they've got. You know, this is two weeks in a row now. So... It's it's interesting. The Colts are going to play the Jaguars. Jaguars announced James Robinson will not play. I thought they would go screw it. Now that we got the number one pick locked up, let's go ahead and roll. Right? Let's see if we can win a game. But it looks like that they're trying. To, I don't know what what they gain from. It looks like they're trying to lose this game as well. Um, and so that opens the door a little bit because the Texans are not doing that. The they are. Look, everybody knows that the Texans coaching staff's looking for a job next year, so they're trying to put their best foot forward. J.J. Watt made his little phony speech, so I think that hurts him a little bit because he looks like he looks kind of like a joke. I, I said this earlier in the week. If you're in the NFL and you have to be told that you should try to win, you've got an issue, right? But it's in Houston, and... Now, we had a similar scenario last year. Tennessee needed to win against Houston to get in the playoffs. They absolutely boat raced them. 
Remember, I want to say Derrick Henry ran for damn near 200 yards that day. He didn't even play in the fourth quarter as a blowout. A little different scenario this year, but um, do you have a good feeling that the Texans will upset the, the Titans? Well, you know, being a Colts fan, we play at 325, and so does Houston and Tennessee. That game, you know, I don't see it as a blow. I do think the Titans will win, um, even though they're coming off the tough loss in Green Bay where Rodgers absolutely had a field day. I do not think the Titans will lose this game. There's just too much simply on the line, and I think they get Derrick Henry back on track. However, having the four options in play, uh, with needing either one of Cleveland, Miami, uh, Tennessee, or Baltimore to lose. I'm confident one of those four will lose and the Jags will win and get into the playoffs. I'm not exactly confident on the Titans. You said the Texans. Jags will win. No, no chance. No chance. No you just chance. said the Jags will win and get into the playoffs. I know what you meant. Oh. You meant to say. Oh, no. sorry. No, sorry. I, Freudian I got... slip, baby. You're coming over to the dark side. Come on, baby. Come on. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. I had so many teams in my head. Uh, my apologies on that. But, you, you know, I. You want my prediction? Go ahead. Colts will win. Titans will win. Ravens are going to blow out the Bengals. Browns will find a way to win, most likely, unless this COVID thing gets so ridiculous they don't have a starting lineup, right? So let's just assume that. The Dolphins are starting two again this Sunday. The Bills want home field advantage. Miami's going to lose and get the Colts into the playoffs. And let me say, after that, I was so there was nothing that ruined my my least favorite moment in 2020 is Ryan Fitzmagic having his mask ripped off and him still hurling the ball 30 yards downfield after John Gruden decided not to go for the touchdown instead of uh, screw Vegas Raiders. You're my biggest kiss my rear end of 2020 because literally they had that game in the bags and they're going to let up a field goal. To, that literally could ruin the Colts' season, and if they go in 11-5, and it would be a travesty to not get in with the extra playoff team. But, man, the Vegas Raiders really let me down last week with that loss. I mean, the Colts did it to themselves also. They were up 24-7 to on Pittsburgh. But uh, not a good week for Indy, but I still think we get in at the end of the day. And I do agree with you, regardless of who actually – say they only play Allen for a half or something. I think that game being in the cold in Buffalo – Dolphins don't really know their quarterback situation. I think Buffalo comes away victorious. I just, I just do. Miami's not going to play well in the cold. Two is is terrible. Everyone, oh, you got to get okay. I get that he's a he's a rookie, and I'm not saying he's going to be terrible long term, but he's not good right now. Every time you see a stat line, he's completing about ninety percent of his passes, but they average about three yards a, a reception. So what the hell that are we doing? Exactly. It's, it's, it's a glorified handoff is all they're doing. Buffalo, if they even if Buffalo decides you don't, we're only going to play the first half, they're going to have such a huge lead if, if that's the case that Buffalo could end up being up by 20 at the half and it won't, it won't do them any good. I think Buffalo wants home field for the Pittsburgh game. Right, if I if I if I'm Sean McDermott, that is what I'm focused on because I don't want to have to go to Pittsburgh. It, well, and then even on top of that, to add to your point, they would avoid Kansas City until the AFC Championship, being the two seed. So Buffalo, well, you just would got, with the three seed as well. Oh, I mean, 
Yeah, technically, because if the two seed lose, yeah, you're right there. So I guess the but two you'd have to seed, play in Pittsburgh, and I just think it's a big deal. And Buffalo got at, fans added. They're allowed for sixty five hundred a game. So you know Buffalo hasn't been in the you know the playoff scene a lot lately, especially home games. So my Kansas City point, we can nix that one. But I think having two home games with fans not going to Pittsburgh, as you mentioned, huge for Buffalo. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we were coming up on time. So real quick, I'm going to throw some grab bags at you. If you don't have anything, just blurt it out. doesn't matter. Right? I, I, you know, we go with the preface knowing that, uh, I have not uh, gotten you uh, prepared for any of this. Uh, worst song of the year. <laughs> uh, maybe not. You know what? Honestly, these days, I'm going to say anything that comes out on the main, you know, Kiss FM station anymore these days. All these new songs. I see Taylor Swift doing not even her old music anymore. Some weird stuff she's got going on there. I've seen uh, MGK Machine Gun Kelly go from rap to think. Just a lot of weird stuff in music. So I'm saying music as a whole in 2020 was a pretty big letdown to me. I'm actually starting to listen to more classic rock from my dad's era again. And you'll be a better man for it. Just because, I mean... I love classic rock, but how bad music is right now, I'm digging deep into my ACDC. Is it's a scientific top. fact that music was perfected in the 1970s and 1980s, and there's no point of listening to anything else. It doesn't matter what genre of music you're talking about. You want to go to country? If you want to go to rock and roll? If you want to go to pop? doesn't matter. It was perfected in the 70s and 80s. rest of us is trash. My wife still listens to new country. I have not listened to a new country CD in a decade plus. Once every song became about, let's go drink a beer on the beach and, you know, have a good time. It's like, it's, you have nothing to say. You know, where the hell, where the hell did Waylon Jennings go? He has nothing's left to say. You know, that one, that one song where it's like, I got my ass in the walk, toes in the sand. It's right. like, every song is the day I saved. Right. In that Zach Brown song, when it came out about 13 years ago, it was new. It was different. It was a hit. Now they're all the same. They, it's just, they've, it, They've all cloned each other. It's 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 terrible, terrible. The only thing worth listening to is the seventies and eighties music. And I'm a, I'll stand behind that till the day I die. I'm like whatever, dude. It was trash in the fifties and forties, realistically, and it's been trash in the last twenty years. You go seventies and eighties music. There's some nineties music, but I'm saying if you if you want to stay safe, stay in the seventies and eighties. My my worst song of the year is WAP. Is it? <laughs> Dumbest, and when I think about parents trying to raise kids, I also think how disgusting that they have to explain that to their child. What a talentless goob that they've made Cardi B some kind of multimillionaire. She has absolutely no talent, and she's a moron. She made that very clear during the uh, presidential race. Um, all right, I didn't prepare you for this, but we're going to do it to end the end the year. Because we've done this before, and I meant to send this text, and I apologize. But we do something called giving out slaps. And we haven't done this in a while, so get, get your mind focused on two or three people you'd like to give slaps out to. Obviously, this is virtual. We're not actually going to go up and hit somebody. We're saying, well, boy, if I could slap the hell out of someone, I would do it. So we'll go ahead and start it with uh, this. Baby, now we got bad blood. You know what really grinds my gears? You. You. Okay, we're giving out slaps. 
and I'm curious to see where you go. I'll, I'll give you the first one, just so you know where I'm at on this. Um, Steven Jackson that works for ESPN, and if, he, if anyone else pulled this junk, they would have fired his ass. But they've left him on to continue this racist podcast that he's been doing. Um, I'd like, I mean, realistically, the ESPN producers and executives is who I'm really going after, but Steven Jackson is, he's dangerous. And so he gets the first slap. What you got? Actually. And just cause it was, it was going to be my last one, but I'll go with this one first to preface off of you. I give, I give it to ESPN executives in general. Um, for example, my ride every morning used to be Golick and Wingo. And I know. Mike and Mike was the main show, and you, you could have your own opinion, say what you want about Wingo, but really enjoyed that. The new show they put on with Keyshawn and Zubon and Jay Williams, I haven't brutally, listened to br- brutally boring. I gave it one chance. I threw it away. Um, they've taken a lot of classic people off ESPN, diminished the roles on NFL like Chris Berman's and the Tom Jackson's, and they get people like Nina Kimes, and oh, my God. I'm, I'm God, just, I wish I'm, you were on yesterday. One of the guys on the show gave an award out for one of his favorite, Demina Kimes. And I'm like, blah. oh my god, she's blah. I think he's got a fetish for her or something. But I'm like, blah. She's terrible. Ugh. She's You're you know, garbage. She, she, she's probably a nice person, and I could probably have a beer with her and be fine. But to hear her takes on sports, when I feel like she's she just comes off as someone who lives a very sheltered life, right? And she's not grimy enough for me for sports talk i guess is the best word like you gotta have kind of a stink on you like the way we do right you know you gotta have an opinion and she's always i feel like a lot of her stuff is scripted like uh you know her little comebacks and quips i feel like a lot of them are pre-written um it's made around the horn unwatchable yeah it's i mean there's so we get those slaps out yep um mine my next one snoop dogg he gets two slaps. Dude, I'm so sick of you. First of all, you threaten a woman's life on national media. Everyone's forgotten about that, and they just continue to put you on every damn commercial and terrible television show. Okay, you're making your money. I'm not hating on you for that. Whatever, you outsmarted these morons. But my God, I'm tired of it. And, you know, enough with the I'm a hard gangster junk, dude. You haven't been a hard gangster in 30 years, okay? You know. And... You've produced nothing worth a damn since 1993, or was it 92, of the when he was on the Dr. Dre album, whatever that was, the pot leaf, whatever that was called. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are uh, we giving out two or three slaps today, by the way? Uh, what's your next one? Well, I was between, I'm still between two. For this one, I'm going to go Kyrie Irving. The guy just is a headache. Uh, between thinking the world is flat to telling the media they're no good. Uh, between a couple of other things. His damn head's flat. That's what's flat. Uh, like, there's something really flat about He's that guy. He's so it? not smart. That's the nicest thing I can say about him. Yeah, no, I'm. that's my second slap right there. Mine is, uh, my next one is Blake Snell. Dude, from, from you know, and I've played this. Many times I played it earlier this morning. I was kind of doing it this morning to preface it. But when he did this thing during the coronavirus pandemic, people are losing their jobs and their lives. And he goes, 
Bro, Blake, play for the love of the game, man. What's wrong with you, bro? Money should not be a thing. Bro, I'm risking my life. What do you mean it should not be a thing? It 100% should be a thing. If I'm risking my life. No, 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 no. What else you got? I'm so yeah, glad that, he's going to San Diego so I don't have to hear him locally be interviewed. Risking my life. How about the rest of us at work every day? Jesus, that's a brutal one. Uh, my last one, I have to do this because I just have a strong passion of hate here. Don Lemon, uh, oh. news anchor. for C That guy is not only a hypocrite, he just makes my head explode every time. With I don't even watch the main news networks a lot, but whenever I see clippings of him on Twitter and stuff, He's just a head scratcher, and if man, the quicker he could get off TV, even though I don't watch him because there's no point to, it would be a better day for me. They have some of the best clips of him looking like a dumbass because of the guests that he brings on, and he throws a question at him, and he thinks he's going to catch some conservative in some kind of you know think tank or whatever, and the guy and and they'll sh and they'll pitch him in a corner, and he's just sitting there going, er, er, that's just yeah, I'm with you, Don Lemon. Um, I guess the last one I'll throw out, and, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, Woj. Wojnowski from ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> All I can say is, what a dumbass to not to not know who he's emailing, right? What an idiot. I mean, and they thought he was like a warrior for that. They ended up like, Oh, All the yeah. I mean, if we hadn't trashed him yesterday, LeBron James would be at the top of this list. But, yes. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh yeah, the oh yeah, he's so great. He's such a he's a hero. He's a real life hero. Yeah, okay. Had had he had that take from the other side of, of, of the aisle, he he would have been murdered over it. He'd be fired. Yeah. Speaking of that, I saw that Mel Gibson's coming out with the new movie and it actually looks pretty damn good. Or maybe it's already out. It's called Fat Man. It's supposed to be like a dark version of Santa paramount pictures it looks pretty good i'm gonna have to try to find i don't i don't know if it's on stream yet but it, it looks really good uh let's go ahead and get out of here with the uh, turn back time and then we'll do our walk-offs as we're hitting almost at the witching hours they will uh, kick our feed here in two seconds here we go um <laughs> On this date, 1961, good Lord, almost 60 years ago, 59 years ago, the National Football League Championship at City Stadium, the Green Bay Packers shut out the New York Football Giants 37 to nothing. Why is this a big deal? It was the first of five NFL titles in a seven-season span for the Packers, Vince Lombardi, and what would later become known as Title Town USA. Birthdays! It's your birthday today. Happy birthday! Happy 50th birthday, Mr. Brian Russell of the uh, Utah Jazz. For people who don't remember him, he is the one that was guarding Jordan on his final shot. That well, his final shot in a Bulls uniform. Of course, he came back and played for the Wizards. That everyone always likes to to uh, point out and say what a great shot. And I always say, I say to this day, it was an offensive foul. You can't push someone out of the way to take a shot. And Brian Russell got screwed in that deal. The Utah Jazz got screwed in that deal. And though I'm not taking away from Michael Jordan's greatness, 
the Jazz and Brian Russell got screwed. So every time they show that, Jordan Pippen. Yeah, I, well, I, I, fig- I figured you were a, a Bulls, you know, especially, you know, you may be a little too young to remember all that. But, uh, yeah, I get it. There's nothing wrong with them. They were great. But, my God, I remember screaming at the TV. I was like, are you kidding me right now? And also, happy 49th birthday. Just when, So when you think it, a, th- a thing is a sure thing, Jaguar fans with Trevor Lawrence, you think it can't be. Man, you got to get the number one pick, Jets fans. Pick number three overall in 93, uh, or actually the 94 NFL draft. Happy 49th birthday to Mr. Heath Schuler, quarterback for the University of Tennessee. Was drafted by the Washington Redskins. Later played for the Saints. He now, I believe, runs a real estate company up in Knoxville, Tennessee. And at one point, he was involved in politics up there, but I don't know if he sure still is. So I don't want to misspeak on that. Do you remember he's Schuler? I'm not. Not really. Okay, honestly. What, what year were you born? 92. Okay, so, yeah, so how the hell would you remember? Uh, so you were like <laughs> two years old when this kid came into the league. You were probably barely walking by the time he got out of the league. It, it, it was it was a Dwayne Haskins type of situation. I'd say he's, he's probably in there a little longer because I'd say he probably stuck with, with the Redskins for a few years and then, then he went to the Saints. Anyways, stunk. He would have been the same draft as Charlie Ward, but Charlie Ward decided to play the NBA. And wow. Yeah. But that's uh and today Charlie Ward would have played in the NFL. But they told Charlie oh. Ward back then that mobile quarterback can't work in the NFL, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I always thought that they were wrong. Dennis Green was actually going to take a chance on Charlie Ward. He told him he wanted to draft him early second round and Charlie Ward was too honest with everyone said if you don't draft me in the first round i'm going to go to the nba i can make more money long term and so that's what he did and, but i still say charlie ward everyone always wants to talk about like the randall cunningham's and one like dude if charlie ward was given the chance to play in the nba i'm mean, sorry in the nfl back in the early 90s he would have revolutionized the game because people that don't remember him he was about as in college football he's about as close as we ever saw to patrick mahomes before we saw patrick mahomes in the nfl what is your walk off sir uh my walk off is this everyone just have a happy new year be safe out there i know not a lot's going on you can't do too much while all the up top cheeses will be but hey we're getting close to the end uh Hope everyone's safe and uh, go Colts this weekend. Uh, to your Titans, hope maybe we find a way to both make it in there. We'll see. It'll be, it's going to be a great week 17 with a lot of action. I'm excited. In a perfect world, in our in our world, the two of them will meet in round one, right? And and we could have a great show next Thursday uh, on it. Yeah, exactly. Bring uh, in the new year. My, my walk-off will be, thank God the New Year's uh, here. Get the hell out of 2020. We'll see y'all Monday and keep it between the ditches because old Johnny Law is going to be out tonight. So just, you know, just so y'all know. And we'll leave you with a, with an old classic.
Goodbye, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go. We're back tomorrow with another show. Well, unless we're fired, we'll talk to you then. Goodbye, sweetheart. Goodbye. Goodbye. Guys and gals, it's time to go. We'll see you on the next show. Same bat time, same bat channel. Thanks for listening to Armchair Quarterback Radio, your first choice for sports talk here on the First Coast. Armchair Quarterback Radio comes your way every day. Find Armchair Quarterbacks Radio on Facebook today. And don't forget to tap that app. The Armchair Quarterbacks app is free to download, and you can take us anywhere you go. You can hear the whole show every day on Armchair Quarterbacks app. Can I get another cigarette, please? Can I get another cigarette, please? Yeah, I know I live to regret it. Just give me another cigarette, please. If you haven't downloaded it yet, your Armchair Quarterbacks app is the best app you can tap today. Google Android, Apple iPhone. That's right, download it, tap that app today. You can take the Armchair Quarterbacks app anywhere. Free to download, free to use, and important to have. Download it today. Tap that Armchair Quarterbacks app. The best in Southeast sports talk. Listen live or catch the replay. I kind of like that. I want to tap that. Too bad I'm going to get you.